You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. And welcome to another episode of the Film Feast Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bledsoe. And this week, we are talking about the three original live-action Ninja Turtles movies. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990, Part 2, The Secret of the Ooze from 1991, and of course, Part 3 from 1993. Uh, to help me talk about them, I'm joined once again by someone you've heard many times on this podcast. Uh, you might have also heard him on Cobwebs, Fucking Awe, Just the Discs. Uh, and I hear he's a pretty radical dude. It's Keith Rich. Keith, how you doing? Acapella. <laughs> Bossa Nova. <laughs> I've been saying um, Bossa Nova for years, by the way. Being my oh, really? friend, oh, running you... joke about Bossa Nova. It's like it's how you awkwardly end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is it is the best of the uh, of the Donatello, uh, you know, sayings. Uh, no, I'm I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for having me. And I'm glad we actually got to do this. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. Even uh, one of my friends was like, you've been talking about Turtles podcast for a long time, right? I'm like, yeah, we're finally recording it. It's happening. <laughs> um, yes, but I mean, I'm so excited to do this. I uh, decided to watch the movies again. excited to talk about the movies. Um, just very happy to talk about this thing that was a major part of my childhood. And this is kind mm-hmm. of a good, like, I thought kind of a good, like, addition to that retro 90s hero uh, series we did oh, because sure, yeah. they fit right in. Uh, there's a video I was watching that was, we were giving Batman 89 a lot of credit for those movies, but Turtles probably deserve some credit too because mm-hmm. it came out right after, was a huge hit. Uh, and then everyone started chasing comic book and merchandise and all these, you know, the, this thing. We'll get into it more, but yeah, there was, uh, yeah, definitely there was a an appetite for this kind of entertainment from kids and they realized they could market to them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're, they were a big deal. So yeah, but we'll yeah. talk about it. So um, also before we go on, I want you to know, I write the intro down and my phone must've auto-corrected your name because oh, as no. I was reading it, it, I was, I, <laughs> it had your name as Jetty Rich, Jetty, <laughs> J-E-T-T-Y. And I, yeah. I had to do a mental thing really quick. I'm like, his name's not Jetty. How do you know? Maybe it is on my driver's <laughs> license. Well, you should, be, you should be going by Jetty if that's your real name. <laughs> We're like, I don't want so much attention. I'll go by Keith. Like, Uber Jetty's Angel too- and Jetty. Back Uber at Angel it. And back back the at The bad it. morning radio show. <laughs> Uber, Uber Angel, Angel Jetty. and Jetty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and get some horrible, annoying noises. <laughs> some um, glass breaking and a yeah. spring sound. and Car horn. Uh, awooga. <laughs> like there's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness! Boy, yeah, we're off, we're to, off a, to a this is a silly start. start huh? but I, yeah. I figured it could happen. Um, <laughs> talking turtles, it's fine. Um, this is yeah. this isn't like we're talking Bergman or anything. <laughs> but uh, oh. oh boy! So 
I know. Well, welcome back. It's been, Thank I know you. people know, I think I have, me and Keith actually got to meet in person oh, a few months ago. We did. Yeah. Um, it was, and it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was killer. Uh, you guys came, you and Ken and Chris all came to my show and it was awesome to hang out with you guys for the, the evening. And then I promptly got COVID. So uh, not from you guys, but not just, our fault. No, no, not your fault. Fine. Not your yeah. fault. But uh, I did get COVID from that, that little tour, but uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was great. I was loved it. Uh, you guys put on a great show. It oh, was a lot you. of fun. Yeah. Um, oh. We had a blast. So yeah, it was a great time, but I now I need all my other people I talked to step up and come <laughs> out here. <laughs> I did. I missed Anthony last year. He was like an hour away from me oh. and I couldn't, I couldn't get off work and get down there to see him. But um eventually i'll somehow meet everybody in podcast. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the hope goal. yeah it's the hope it's the hope but um but yeah so before we talk about all things ninja turtles uh <laughs> i just want to catch up and see what what you've asked what you've been watching recently anything good anything terrible <laughs> yeah uh definitely some terrible things for sure i, oh, I won't yeah. talk about those we might get into uh, those at some point. Well, well one of them's included in the podcast spoiler <laughs> alert that's what i was um yeah. <laughs> um yeah no i i have been kind of it's been a weird summer for viewing for me i have been kind of in a weird lull where i'm not really sure what to watch or what i'm in the mood for so i just kind of throw things on at random and for whatever reason, within the last probably month or so, I've been just kind of on a tear with Tony Scott films. And uh, and I have to say, I have been loving every second of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I So like Top Gun is a movie I have semi-actively avoided for my entire <laughs> life, just solely because I'm not a big like military film guy. I don't care about that stuff really you know in general uh although i do there's some great war films but it's just kind of one of those things that i've just managed to skip but i love tom cruise as an actor uh so i watched that and i was like oh this is pleasantly not what i thought it was this is excellent uh i really loved uh you know all of the aerial shots and tom cruise is just kind of a little asshole but i kind of <laughs> kind of cool with it you know uh and uh r.i.p goose and so i i dug that uh, i really want to see maverick now but then i watched days of thunder which i had not seen since i was like tiny and i just assumed it i would not like it because i think racing no offense to anyone out there is pretty lame in my opinion i'm not i'm not a nascar guy i don't, I don't know if we have a huge nascar contingent that listens to this <laughs> podcast but that was that's my problem with days of thunder I, well it, yeah it's a lot of things yeah. i like past that but it's hard for me to get past that because that's the totally the main drive of the movie <laughs> it's, it's about is, nascar it's um, the movie uh, uh and it doesn't help when you see like confederate flags in the opening on the raceway and things like that it's just like ah yep this confirms what i fucking hate about racing no, yeah. but <laughs> but uh i have to say i kind of loved it and i i i preferred it to top gun which i was not expecting like at all uh but Michael Rooker's great in it. Uh, Nicole Kidman's great. Like it's a, it's such a solid cast. John C. Riley's in it, which I had no clue. Uh, so I, I, I kind of low key loved it and it felt a little bit more Tony Scott, like contemporary Scott, I guess, or later period Scott to me, uh, just with kind of all the, like the vibrant sunsets and all the, I don't know, the lighting was just really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so I dug that 
um and yeah i'm a fan i i i, I really dug it uh <laughs> That's good. i was I feel like everybody's wearing me down on days of thunder <laughs> like <laughs> we did that days of thunder episode uh you know a long time ago obviously me and daniel and i felt like i just was not into the movie i don't want to <laughs> say about it i'm just like i don't daniel likes it way more than i do of course james Coddington, that tony scott guy on twitter mm-hmm. he i think it's his favorite tony scott movie i think that's what um, he said yeah yeah and uh i i'm not there yet I, it's I'm warming <laughs> up to that and top gun i still yeah. i like days under more than top gun because i feel like kind of a better version of top gun <laughs> like there are mm-hmm. a lot of similar things happening in those movies but i do prefer i do feel like more like a tony scott movie um yeah i don't know i just i get more into that one than Top Gun still, but you know, it's totally get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so totally. I'm glad you dug that one though. Cause yeah, a lot of people, I think it's kind of, it's lover. I would say hate, but it's like, you love it. You're kind of like, I can't get into it. Yeah. The NASCAR thing is tough, but it is, it really is. And it, it really was, tough uh, for me. it was a hurdle. Uh, the thing is I do, I've always had this affection for cars and automobiles uh, ever since I was a kid. I don't know shit about cars, but I could like, <laughs> name from maybe 1982 to probably like 1994 any model of car just by looking at it like that was a thing i was into this is so weird i did the same thing as a kid really okay so (laughs) i have and now i have no interest in cars whatsoever but my mom would always tell me she would walk around like a parking lot and i'd be pointing like toyota ford (laughs) like i would know different cars and i was obsessed with like toy cars and and was all into Mm -hmm. and and funny enough speaking of thunder my uncle had given me what I didn't realize until years later was like the cold trickled, uh, mellow, mellow yellow race car. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I, I had have one as years. well. Actually. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I was super into cars. I don't know what happened. Cause I now have no interest. I can't fix like yeah. anything besides like a flat tire on my car. Um, <laughs> and I'm good at that, but yeah, that's just so same. That's crazy yeah. that you said that. I'm like, I had the same weird ability. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if that's like a weird generational thing. I don't know. Probably maybe I, I not. I don't kids know. Kids love but... cars. I have friends, um, who have a three year old. He's turned three. Mm. And he's obsessed with cars. And, and I, I was like, what is with kids and cars? I had to Google it. Cause I'm like, this has to be a thing. <laughs> and it's because they see cars every day in real uh-huh. life, normal cars. So when they can play with a real life, like a small version of it, it like they're obsessed with it. It's something about oh. like the fact that they see it all the time in the big normal version, they can have a toy version. It like, a, they're like fascinated by that. That's kind of what I read. Cause I'm like, this I, makes sense now. Cause I know totally, yeah. so many kids, little kids are into cars and it's like, it's just weird. I was, and I was like, I grew out of it, I guess, but it's like, yeah. there must be something with like toddlers and loving cars. So yeah. Weird. That's cool. I don't that know. You Googled that. Yeah, no, that makes I, total I had to sense. Know. I was like, this is yeah. a weird thing, you know? Cause my son uh, is really into doing things with wheels, like race cars right. and things. And I'm like, I didn't, I have not bought you a car, but they keep showing up at the house and you love them. Uh, and it's funny. I don't know. I, but I like that he likes them a little bit. Cause I have, uh, just a buttload of cars that he can play with it at some point. <laughs> I just have to dig them out somewhere. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, all that to say is uh, that, you know, Days of Thunder wasn't as uh, lame as I expected it to be, I guess. Uh, and I forgot yeah. Robert Duvall's in it. He's great. Oh, he's uh, I think he's the best part of the movie. MVP. Honestly. Yeah, he's great. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I dug that. Uh, and the third one I watched was and this is all like within a week period i just i, I, I love what, what i'm hearing was. i was just I like <laughs> let's keep going and i i texted you right after i watched it but the domino i watched domino oh, and yes. <laughs> uh, i loved your episode I, I finally listened to the episode that you guys did and i thought it was really oh, yeah. good and uh i found it so 
kind of like what you were saying when it came out, I remember all the, the TV spots and stuff. And I was just like, wow, I have zero interest in watching this. <laughs> it's a little too loud for my eyeballs. Like I just like couldn't handle it. Uh, I didn't know it was based on a real person until oh yeah, yeah right before I watched it. And once I found that out, I was like, oh, actually I'm far more interested in it now. And Kira Knightley's great in it uh, as, yeah, as Domino yeah. and as Domino Harvey and uh, Mickey Rourke. And I mean, killer cast after seeing man of man on fire recently, I kind of understood the style a little bit more and that's, you know, just kind of like pretty bombastic and it's a little bit more than what I'm used to uh, seeing normally in a movie. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of a signature kind of a cool signature touch of Tony Scott's. So I don't know. I thought the story was really interesting. It was well told. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it, but I, it was far better than I expected it uh, to be uh, much like the other two Tony Scott movies. I don't know what I've got. To, I don't have anything against Mr. Scott. I like his uh, movies that I've seen and uh, yeah, they, they continually impress me. So, well, yeah. this is all good. I love what I'm hearing. I, yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, of course we're the Tony Scott love. So I'm all into this uh, <laughs> Domino, I think must play better removed from when it came out mm. because it feels like people that watch it now don't really have the same problems with it. I know when it came out, it was just, you know, crucified, I felt like by the critics and uh, bombed really badly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think removed people find it better. I don't know. They just, they can appreciate the style more, I guess. Cause, and I'm sure it comes back to like the, the fact that so many movies now don't, Oh, how do I say? They're kind of safe. I feel like mm -hmm. you don't see as much style. Like uh, a lot of things are homogenized, you know, yeah. and to see somebody go that crazy and domino, you're like, I don't get to see somebody, go this nuts usually like with the big all-star cast and you know like that kind of thing it just doesn't I mean, it still doesn't look like anything else nobody really copied yeah. that style i mean it's it's weird it's very mid-2000s but it's very so it's, <laughs> very him. it's so. you know it's yeah um yeah i don't know I'm, I'm glad people are liking it now more it seems like when I, people watch it now they it tends to be more positive people don't go sure. oh what a piece of shit i don't know <laughs> but um that must have been, I wonder if that was jarring too, because I think of Top Gun and Days of Thunder as so far removed from Domino. That's like that's oh, like absolutely. the two sides of the Tony Scott coin to me. It's like mm -hmm. that era and then the Domino kind of era. <laughs> it's like the what a jump from those from those to Domino. <laughs> it's something. I, I think there is something to it though, being removed from the period. I think so so much of I think people were maybe a little burnt out of loud and high contrast and everything was just blues and greens everywhere in the mid 2000s and i feel like since going away from that it's almost a it's it's maybe viewed more as a, a stylistic choice which it obviously is but also right. b there's might just be me but there's like this weird underlying sense of longing uh or nostalgia for the period even though most of that period is a very blase whatever <laughs> period of kind of music yeah. and movies and um i mean just to a degree anyway but i mean i feel like i feel like people are kind of like you know what that was charming you know i don't know <laughs> it, it was more of a curio of the time than i think uh than it would have appeared to have been at, at the at the time of its actual release. So yeah. maybe, but I do think it's actually a good movie. I do feel the style actually very much enhances and complements the story because the story is partially true, I guess, but also just insane. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. crazy. They, they took some liberties, but totally, uh, the, yeah. the, the kernel of the story is true. And some of the stuff did happen, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's where people getting nostalgic for like mid 2000s already. Because <laughs> I mean, I mentioned yeah. that podcast, the Domino podcast. So it's like, that seems like a real um, dumpster fire of an era for culture. Like to even say there was <laughs> culture is like, because um, it was like the height of reality TV, yeah. which touch on in the movie too. For sure. And yeah. like very trashy. And like, it's funny because I think, I think of like the late nineties, Jerry Springer era is like very trashy. Mm-hmm. And like that attitude era of like wrestling. And, and it was like, uh Woodstock 99 like that yeah, kind oh, of man. like yeah I mean talk I mean just like that kind of encapsulates it that and then it's still but it's still bad through like the 20 <laughs> the 2000s like Almost I was talking something about an extra 10 years yeah yeah it's like you think it got better but it really didn't I don't oh. know like and then I was talking to somebody about um those really trashy MTV dating shows that were on in like the late 2000s early 2010s and like that stuff I don't think oh, would even yeah. really get on the air now like stuff like next and no god what else was there um i know they were all just awful you know they were just yeah. like awful fake trashy reality shows room like, raiders was the oh show. god room remember room raiders, raiders? oh man yeah. very entertaining but just yeah. ridiculous um <laughs> so stuff like that was still going on for a long time like um some stuff that i think would be called acceptable was going on until the 20 early 2010s <laughs> and now people look back even 10 years and go oh oh i know we could you know you, people could say that then or you know i don't know it's just right it's right. a weird time they're already nostalgic for that but i'm not ready for 2000s no. nostalgia like i'm really not i'm not there but <laughs> yeah no i'm very much still stuck hardcore in the 90s i think the 2000s were a dumpster fire of lack of culture uh to be the fashion was garbage like there's so much yeah, shittiness not, of like the i don't even know what to like call back to in that yeah like oh. especially the later part of the decade because uh-huh. there was also some 90s bleed over to the early part but like right right the 05 through 2010 i don't even know what <laughs> like, what, what was going on oh um, you should see my warp tour pictures they are oh boy <laughs> not fun to look at they're not fun to look at oh, it's embarrassing man. Anyway, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So, did you? I'm glad you liked all these Tony Scott movies. Yeah, um, yeah. Was that anything else, or just those three you want to bring up? I I feel like those three kind of were the most fun things that I had watched recently. Kind of looking through, like I kind of was hitting a little Nick. Suzanne and I went. My wife and I went to Chicago a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago, and so we kind of did like a three night. Nick Cage uh, bender, which was pretty fun. And I, I really dug that. I saw Moonstruck for the first time and I really kind of loved it. Uh, I've never seen it. It's not what I expected. And it's, oh, okay. it's really, really good. Uh, it's, it's like the most charming thing ever. I don't know that's, why. But... That's funny. Cause I have a friend that just saw it and said he hated it. And oh, I thought, man. And I said, you're the first person I've ever said they hate Moonstruck. Cause it like everyone says it's very <laughs> so charming. Offensive. Yeah. It's very strange taste. I think I brought him up before maybe to you or on this podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um, and I just That's was so shocked because nobody's ever, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Moonstruck or say that they hated it. I, and I don't know what he said he hated about it, but um, I don't know what you can hate about it. I, I don't know. From what I've heard, I don't know. Fantastic. I'll have to watch it for myself. But um, I mean, it seems very charming. I don't, you yeah. know, I'm, so <laughs> I like yeah. Nicolas Cage, like Cher. Um, of course. Yeah. So all right but um, those are those are pretty much it for right now they're like highlights you know, well you're talking you know. to the right guy about Tony scott so yeah uh, <laughs> i appreciate it um okay so i just have i have three things as well really quick couple new movies a big weekend for action movies so we're recording mm-hmm. this on the eighth uh the past weekend had bullet train come out oh yeah um a couple of, i didn't see bullet train yet i was going Same. to and it I was like, then the mediocre reviews kind of came through some people that I trust. And I was like, maybe I can wait till next weekend for bullet train. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm good, but I didn't see two other big action movies that came out this weekend. Uh, the first one 
was Carter on Netflix. Have you heard about this movie? I have not. <laughs> you no. should go read Mike Scott's Twitter thread uh, <laughs> where he says multiple times he hated it. But I, that thread made me want to watch the movie because <laughs> he's like, uh, it's just like spitting in the face of um, cinema, you know, like breaking all these rules, wow. you know, like uh, it's like framing, go fuck yourself. 180 degree rule, go fuck yourself. Like it's just, you know, it's just like any like rule in cinema. I mean, it's so basically the, it's a very thin story, but then it also is trying to do too much. It's weird. Um, hmm. An assassin wakes up with no memory. Um, he's immediately being chased. He has to save a little girl. Um, it's all supposed to be under the guise of like one shot, but the but the the cuts are so clear. It's it's it has this real love it fakeness artifice of like yeah, this is a movie. It's like they don't even care. Like they're not even trying to fool you in any way that this is not a movie because. Um, the, the cuts are just very obvious. <laughs> like um, the their physics are, don't exist. People like fly <laughs> around like that makes no sense. Um, it's wild. I So, I mean, he like, it's just him like on a long kind of chase scene. It barely stops a bunch of fight scenes. He's like fighting between three different vans at one point. It won't, it's fucking, I can't even begin to describe <laughs> all the stuff that happens in this movie. Um, it should be like a tight 90 minutes. It's over two hours long. That's God a mistake. It. Yeah. No, it becomes no. almost like a different movie <laughs> in the second half where you're like, wait, this is what we're doing now. Cause there's like a virus thing introduced, <sighs> which I won't say more about that may or may not be zombies. I think I said too much, but no, it's like, I don't know what the, <laughs> I, I, me telling anybody about this. You have to see it for yourself. If you remotely like action movies, I think you need to see it because it's like, I, I've never seen anything quite like this. I think my letterbox review was something like for people that find the crank movies a little too subtle and subdued, <laughs> watch Carter because Carter is for you. It's like, good God, just nonstop craziness. It's like, just, holy shit after holy shit moment. Um, it's Oof. wild. I've, I just, I, it's, it's kind of bad. That's what it's like when Mike was like, <laughs> I hate it. I was like, I get it. But it's like, you can't believe what you're seeing at some point. Sometimes it looks yeah. God awful. Like it's like clearly people doing it's, I don't know. They put like digital faith. I don't know how to describe it. They, it's like, it's so, it's like, are these real people? It's like digital kind of composites going on with things. There's a skydiving sequence has to be sane to believe like the point break sequence, but taken up like 10 notches. Um, <laughs> it's bananas. I, I, but I think if you don't like action movies, I would avoid it like the plague. <laughs> But if you if you like action movies, you should see it just to see like, holy shit, somebody went out and and did something this bananas. It's uh, oh, yeah, I think it's a Korean film, I think. OK, um, OK. I was going to ask uh, if there were any stars in it, but probably no, no one I, I recommend. Oh, Camila Bell randomly pops up. You remember oh, Camila Bell? I do remember. I haven't yeah. seen in a movie in like 10 years and she has a random small part. And I, I was like, where have you okay. been? Weird. Um, still looks the same. I was, I, I felt she was so much stuff for a couple of years, like late two thousands mm. and she just disappeared and she pops up in this. And I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, it's fine. But I mean, I Carter was just f- fucking nuts. I, it just, <laughs> just flies in the face of like everything you feel like you think of in any kind of movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, 
I don't know. It was you, it was something else. Uh, <laughs> you've piqued my interest at the very least. Yes. It sounds I insane. Mean, it sounds totally insane. You find a couple clips, kind of get an idea what you're in for. Okay. okay. Find that that Mike Scott thread I recommend that may want to watch the movie, even though he says he hates it like four times. <laughs> I was like, I gotta see it now. Um, but uh oh, man. And then well, uh, in between, I'll save the other new thing, but in between, I finally watched a movie you were kind of sending me your old DVD of. Oh yeah. Which was two LDK. Uh, yeah. which is basically about two actresses who end up as roommates or they share a room for one night, I believe. Before they do, yeah. They both, both audition for the same part and uh, things are very tense and they escalate fairly quickly. Very quickly. Oh my uh, goodness, yeah. Th- now, the opposite of Carter, this movie is an hour and 10 minutes long. I was like, God bless it for being it's that amazing. short. Amazing. Yeah. Just And they <laughs> shot it like in a week, I think I read. Like they shot yeah. it super quickly. Super and fast, yeah. it's really just the two, the two actresses in this house or apartment and uh it starts off with like basic roommate stuff like marking your food and like being in the bathroom and being you know like annoying and and then it escalates to like just so much violence <laughs> like um yeah i think you and Lindsay had said like oh this seems like it's up matt bledsoe's alley and you, you're right oh, yeah. yeah you, yeah, you yeah. were correct i i when you sent me the dvd i was like oh i 100 percent at one point in my video like hollywood video back in the day had this in my hand and almost rented it because oh man it was in a line of movies it's not, i can't remember what they're called they uh, were tla the tla yeah, releasing tla the, releasing they yeah, were doing like yeah. a lot of like asian cinema mostly mm-hmm. hong kong stuff i think and some stuff from japan and um i was renting a bunch of stuff and i remember even seeing like inserts and 2ldk was always on there and it piqued my interest but i just never rented it for some reason i don't know why and uh yeah, and I finally saw it. I was like, well, this is really fun. I mean, it's, like, it's very yeah. straightforward. It's very simple, but it gets like real crazy by the end. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. It was also nice too to watch right after Carter because like the pace <laughs> had slowed down to a normal like thing. And I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm, I feel safe again. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> even though again, hour, 10 minutes moves pretty quickly, but it, uh, it does. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It has that, I feel like a lot of movies in the early 2000s had that like shot on digital type of look totally yeah it, it just has that like i was like oh this is so early 2000s matt bledsoe aesthetic because i was renting like every anything like asian cinema i get my hands on like horror movies <laughs> action movies um it was like anywhere like hong kong japan anywhere because <laughs> they, they were making such interesting stuff yeah like, yeah and i mean it's still like the craziest stuff i've ever seen most of it so <laughs> um yeah it was great i i mean i thought it was a lot of fun so i oh. had a blast with it that's awesome. I'm glad you liked it, man. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know. I just, it's so tight and, 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 and fun. And I mean, so violent. It's so violent and I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. It's so ridiculous. And the ending is, Ooh, uh, a just, gut punch. A, yeah. Oh man. I mean, that's putting it mildly. But. One of those things where I kind of saw it coming. But right. then it's yeah. still like, but I saw it right before it happened. I was like, oh no. And then it like, it almost hurts worse because you're like, oh no. Oh man. Like <laughs> you guys would have waited oof. like five minutes. Like, <laughs> yep. You and, oh. you know, things would be different, but man. yeah. Oh, Very that's entertaining. Awesome. Yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> uh, and the last thing I watched, the other big movie that came out this weekend, only on streaming, not in theaters, which is just a real crime is the new predator movie called <sighs> prey i want to see it so you, bad it's so good it prey is so good i think oh. i feel like everyone's talked it to death already um and most people love it which i'm on board with it's mm-hmm. great um so i mean i like the predator series for the most part except for the last one which was 
the predator um and that was just a huge disappointment because i was like oh it's shane black and fred decker teaming up for a movie and then i don't know what happened (laughs) it should have been way cooler (laughs) should have been way cooler yeah um this may be my my second favorite predator movie now just find the first one now although i two is still up there i really love predator 2 i still Um, need to see two i i I gotta oh i gotta get on that yeah Yeah. watch predator 2 and pray back to back you'll have a great double feature (laughs) so um yeah pray like it looks great again i was like man it should have been on a big screen there's a lot of great like i think i read they shot it in canada and i maybe saskatchewan or you know it was like this great nature photography and like it looks beautiful and um just a lot of great stuff and like the main actress i believe her name is amber mid thunder i believe um i mean there's other people in the movie but i feel like she really has to carry the whole thing um Mm. she's great she's so good um and it's just kind of i mean it's kind of what you it's very it's what you expect it's very straightforward it's like they're in i believe 1710 the early 1700s or something and uh predator lands and uh and her and her tribe kind of have to deal with it there's also uh some french trappers are involved and um they're kind of part of it there's a pretty cool sequence with the predator versus them which is pretty pretty great um violent as you would expect there are some times (laughs) i thought it was weird they kind of cut away from the violence even though it's they show it's rated r and they show the violence sometimes sometimes they kind of like pull back which i was like huh but it, it's not a deal breaker it's just a minor thing where i was like well that was weird because i kind of want to see those guys get blown up or something you know and yeah. uh you know then it's i mean it's a very tight movie it's very like um you know it's her figuring out what she's dealing with and of course comes down to her versus the predator and i like how it resolved i won't say anymore because it's you know i don't want to spoil it but um it's very cool she's great it's i mean good good action very good action um just i mean yeah it's so i'm like this is the predator movies are so easy to make if you just like if you just kind of boil them down to their basic components and don't try to overthink i think it's a problem with like shane black's movie was like trying to do a little too much you know mm. it's like um just don't get away from the you know the basics i feel like uh yeah. so and i will say another thing that was kind of a nitpick but it's like because some of the cgi is pretty wonky at some points um, but I, I think I'm quoting Mike Scott again, but I think he, the movie's so good. I really would forgive the CGI. Like it's, okay. you know, it's like, I know it's tough sometimes and it's, it's like, you know, you got to kind of forgive it. And the movie, yeah, the movie's so good. It's like, you're like, it's fine. Like some of the stuff looks a little wonky. Um, also you get predator versus a giant, I think well, a grizzly bear, I believe, oh, which okay. I didn't know I needed in my life till I saw it. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's a lot of great stuff in prey. It's pretty awesome. It's on Hulu. I wish it yeah. was in theaters. I hope it gets a Blu-ray release at some point. I don't know if it will. Um, but yeah, it's a great Predator movie. Oh, and man. yeah, so highly recommend that one. That's the cool. that's the one I would say go watch first if you have a chance. <laughs> so yeah, I really wanted to watch it. Uh, maybe even tonight. We watched the trailer for it last night. I didn't even know anything about it. Uh, oh, like man. it being made or anything. So I was like, what? This looks incredible. <laughs> Minus the CG bear. For like the two seconds I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, okay, I guess." You know, but, but I mean, you know, not me. great, but I, you know, probably hard to deal with a real bear. So you know, you oh, take well, you, you do what you can. So I guess. Um, I mean, <laughs> oh, and there's a great movie dog. She has a great okay. dog in the movie. Who's like, oh, I love a good movie dog. <laughs> yes. Like, um. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure most people have seen it or heard good things. I I'm just adding to the chorus of like, yes, it's really good. If you have Hulu, watch it. It's 
it's very fun. It's a good time. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess it's time to talk about turtles. <laughs> Oof, radical. <laughs> oh, cowabunga. We, <laughs> we're going to start off real strong because we're going to yeah. go from the first one to the third from one. The third to the first. Sorry. No, what? No. <laughs> oh, did I? That almost might be better because then we get to end on a high note. <laughs> I missed the, I missed, I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> Apologies. Oh boy. Sorry. Yes. So, the first one. Yes. 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 Uh, I guess I should ask you first in general, your, uh, your thoughts on the turtle franchise in general. I'm assuming you were also a huge fan of the Ninja Turtles as a kid. Like I was. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, very positive, uh, things to say about the turtles. They were an obsession of mine next to the Ghostbusters, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, as a child. So tons of figures I have maybe a box or two of action figures at my parents' house that I need to collect at some point, but all of the like really fun villains and the variants of the turtles and all that good stuff. But uh, I, and the vehicles and I, I absolutely love the turtles. I watched the cartoon very intensely as a child. I <laughs> uh, loved it. I didn't get into the comics. Uh, I, I was telling you the other day, I was trying to find actually like a, like an omnibus or something locally to, so I could kind of flip through and kind of see how they compare and contrast, you know, compare and contrast from the movies and stuff, but I didn't, they didn't have what I was looking for, but regardless, uh, you know, so it was mostly cartoon stuff for me. And I remember very vividly seeing the trailers for that first movie in my first house as a child. And I, begged my parents to let me go see it and my mom ended up taking me and it's one of the first movies i remember seeing in a theater so it was oh, a wow. huge it was a huge deal we bought that the video and all that yeah. stuff and uh yeah man i this one to me like legitimately is one of the top maybe 25 movies of all time for me i it's like i think it's a legitimate masterpiece for what it's trying to do and it does it better than what it it should have been. I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's better than it, than it should have been. It better has any right to be basically. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, absolutely. It's funny. I think Roger Ebert said almost the same thing. He only gave it two and a half stars, but he right, said, right. <laughs> this is the best version of this that could possibly exist or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, like you, I was very total obsessed. I believe we're only like two, two years apart or something like that in age. So yeah. um, I was a little younger, so I don't have the memory of like seeing the first movie, like, because I only been three when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but we had the tapes. Dear God, I wore the tapes yeah. in the ground. <laughs> like, um, I was turtle obsessed. Like, I had, I mean, they merchandised the hell out of the new turtles. Like, they <laughs> must have made hundreds of millions of dollars because they yeah. were they were on everything, and they had so many action figures. I had so many of the action figures. Um, I had Ninja a Ninja Turtles tent that I would sleep in, like oh, religiously for yeah, a long stretch. Uh, yeah, I had bed sheets. I had. I had clothes. I had, I mean, everything. They could put the turtles on anything. It was like, um, somebody once, I don't know who this was. I heard this quote and I was like, this is kind of brilliant. Uh, Ninja Turtles was like, was like Kiss for children. Because, <laughs> and I was great, like, well, actually. Well, Kiss is kind of like, could be for children. I don't care. It's funny now because I went to a Kiss concert I'm probably 10 years ago now, but there was a ton of families there. But the the, the idea still stands that like, it's, it's marketed to children. And like, there's four yeah. of them, different colors, different personalities marketed to hell like you know it's like i was like yeah it's kind of that's kind of a good analogy um and i like both so um but i mean i had everything and i remember just seeing them so i have like these weird kind of vague memories of like i watching it a bunch not when i first saw it but like yeah the Mm -hmm. first movie 
uh, that came out in 1990 is like kind of a miracle that it exists the way that it does because yeah yeah I mean obviously the comic books that most people know are like darker and edgier mm-hmm. um, and the cartoon obviously was much lighter and jokier and the movie the first movie finds a pretty good blend between those mm-hmm. two things it's still surprisingly dark like for what it is like very um, yeah. because I you know I'm still kind of surprised I got away with it because it 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 just like even the look of it is like very mm-hmm. foreboding. I think the word is. I remember yeah. always being scared of like sh- a Shredder's like entrance as a kid. Oh, uh, so <laughs> like, good, it's so um, good. It's an amazing, epic entrance. Mm-hmm. Music is great. Um, so they really pulled off this kind of magic trick. And I, I had sent you a video. I don't get a chance to watch it, but like kind of the making of the movie. I did. Yeah, I did. Even more yeah, of a miracle it that it got pulled off because <laughs> yeah. it's like the director, uh, Steve Barron, I believe his name is, was fired. <laughs> at one point <laughs> um and they replaced him to kind of, i mean they most of them were done i think but um yeah. i mean it was a lot of battles it was a I mean, it was just a crazy thing that it's like how did this how did they make this work and i think it, i've always thought it held it holds up like mm-hmm. very well i i really do like i'm sure i have a lot of nostalgia on that but i do think um it's the way that it's made and the tone of it like yeah. it still really works um so yeah, I've always been a huge fan of it. I was obsessed with all of it as a kid. <laughs> like um, the movie, obviously too. I was like, oh, this is so great. They got a movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, so I'll, like, I'll let you kind of speak. What did you want to talk about first about the movie? Because now I'm like, I'm just gonna start rambling turtles over here. So Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, everything you're saying is, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of that, that video is really informative. Actually, I watched it today and I, I found that, kind of wild that their budget was so tiny like three million dollar budget to start was kind of i mean boy what an ambitious project you know for that i feel like the suits alone would have cost like three million dollars totally yeah i mean they're so uh they're so well done and i mean if henson's doing them also you know that's kind of a crazy thing i I will say i i'm trying to think of like I'm, i'm trying to put myself back into the headspace of when i had seen it the first time and for whatever reason the dark undertones were more exciting to me than I, than scary. I think overall, I don't know how, maybe it's cause I had watched a lot of Disney. I don't know, but <laughs> there's a lot of darkness in Disney stuff, but maybe, maybe something like that. But I, I found it really kind of cool. And I felt like I was sneaking one past the parents in a way, like I was watching <laughs> a, like an adult yeah. movie, you know, mm-hmm. with some humor in it with like, I don't know, some burping or I don't know what, you know, whatever, whatever they do and some light swearing. Uh, but I will say the one thing that really stuck out to me this time is, and especially watching it in quick succession with the other two is how damn good that score is and how memorable that score yes. is. Yeah, <laughs> it is great. Like it is a great score. Uh, the third one is not, we're not going to go there yet, but, <laughs> but, but I mean, like, I feel like even the second one was pretty ho-hum with, with the score, score aspect. Uh, it wasn't as into, it just wasn't as like memorable. There'd be a, like a couple of things that would sneak in there from the first film. I feel like maybe when Shredder gets introduced, reintroduced or something, but, mm-hmm. I, but overall the first movie, if there's one thing that really stuck out to me, this viewing other than me still having an undying love for it, uh, is the score. I think the score is absolutely fantastic. I don't know who did the score. I didn't, I didn't look into it, but I just wanted to kind of say out front, like 
as far as scores, like that is what a score is supposed to do for your movie. Uh, and you hear like, dun, 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 and you're like, oh, I know. Oh man. Like, you know, what's gonna, I don't know. It just gets you jazz. Like it puts you a little bit more into that world. And I think that they created that New York so well, uh, th- that really kind of felt like the turtles were plausible. I thought it was kind of cool. You know, it's like, it doesn't seem so crazy. I mean, maybe a turtle dressing up in a trench coat going to critters isn't the most, I mean, that's ridiculous, but you let it slide. You let it slide, you know? Yeah, people, uh, I will say one kind of, I think, common thread I noticed watching them all kind of back to back pretty quickly is people seem to have very little reaction to them being giant turtles that can walk and talk. Like, I, I feel like, especially in the first one, when Casey Jones sees him, and he's like, what are you, a yeah. punker? I'm like, yeah. what? How would... <laughs> Why would how, you... does, how does a punker look like have green skin and a bald head? Like, I don't understand. He's gigantic. Right. He's, he's so bulbous build. and huge. Yeah. yeah what You're are you looking talking? right at him. You can't yeah. See. Everyone's got some kind of blindness. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, well, I'm glad you're on the score. Sorry. I made the, you make that joke. No, no, like, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, that's a fair. Yeah. Actually, I feel like it came up the night we, when I, when I, we got to meet and I was talking with you and a couple of my friends. I remember we talk, I got in the car and I feel like we were playing some of the score. I was like oh, nice. Talking about it. There's an amazing track that I love um, called Tatsu Attack, which plays when they fall through the roof of the antique shop oh, and they're fighting. It's, it's so like, good. Dun, 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 dun. I can't even, I can't do the justice, but it's like, just go look up um, Tatsu Attack on Spotify. And it's a really cool, like kind of badass little theme. Like it's mm-hmm. the, the score definitely gives a movie that extra edge too, that I feel like, I thought the music gets a little goofier in the sequels. The music yeah, still definitely. has like a cool kind of edge in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that again, it's like something else that they start sanding the edges off of like the first movie. You know, it's like real quick. Too. They snuck yeah. one by and then they're like, we're never going to see that by again. We're going to start, you know, chopping away at the mm-hmm. the stuff that made it cool and dark. And, you know, um, so yeah, that's a little disappointing. But no, the score is great. I think his name is John uh, Dupre. Okay, uh, I believe so. Um, he's gonna be the only score he has on Spotify is Turtles oh, wow. scores, so it might be all he did. But what a you know, listen, what a legacy if that's all you did. Um, <laughs> uh, it you brought the swearing too. I remember it was a big deal as a little kid when yeah. Raphael says "damn," I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said a swear," and like I was like getting away with something because it was it was okay because it was the Ninja Turtles, you know. It was like, um, and it was funny because this was before my I must have seen this in the, the second one before. I had seen all those really violent already movies I always talk about, like yeah, Terminator yeah, 2, same. Robocop, and Aliens. So, like, to me, this was, like, the toughest stuff I probably watched. It was, like, this first movie and, like, uh, yeah, Raph being, like, really, like, tough and having attitude, <laughs> like, swearing, <laughs> like, damn, I think it's just damn in hell. Maybe the only thing yet, but... Yeah, um, yeah. And it being very... At, at this time, another bold choice, I, like... And it bothered me as a kid. I don't mind it much now. They take a 15 minute break, almost like 15, 20 minute break, and then go to the farm where the movie kind of stops. Oh, that farm, yeah, yeah. Which is a bold choice in your like movie for children because it gets very quiet and mm-hmm. like there's some funny stuff that happens, but it's like it's kind of like solemn feeling because like wraps yeah. in like a coma basically. And it's just kind of. And Splinter's been kidnapped. Splinter's been kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been chained up and tortured. It's like, I mean, April's doing like narration out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like <laughs> drawing pictures. It's like, I was thinking it's a weird sequence to take into your 
kids movie i kind of appreciate it more now i remember when i was a kid i was can we get past this i'm kind of bored like <laughs> all right Raphael, get better let's get back to the city um it's really only 15 minutes but as a kid i remember being like oh come on like get back to the fighting it's yeah. like half the movie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh. much longer when you're a kid 15 minutes but um <laughs> i just i thought that was a really bold choice that i don't think most movies would make to stop the movie for that for that sequence really but i don't know if that popped out to you or you've always kind of liked it or <laughs> I've always kind of liked it. I I think I don't think uh, five year old me was savvy enough to understand that there was you know kind of character development uh, yeah. you know or <laughs> or anything like that. But I just remember thinking yeah, I loved the drawing sequences that April's doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, of the turtles, I love. I I actually was really way into when Raph comes out of his you know, turtle coma uh, in the bathtub <laughs> and him and Leo kind of make up and it just, it kind of hit me in the fields as a kid and it actually hits harder now between that and splinter kind of showing up in the fire when they're doing their meditation. Oh, yeah. I like <laughs> tears. Yeah, I get it. Like Michelangelo is crying and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, man, that would suck to not know where your dad is like that. Splinter is such a badass, And uh, yeah, it's just, it was, a, it's a nice, like kind of, regroup regrounding kind of come together moment to like be a better team is yeah. kind of how I've yeah. always viewed it, you know? And I really love that that was kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as a kid, it is not the most exciting bit. It's very, <laughs> very slow, very slow, but I, it looks great. I, I actually really like the location. I do think it's really random to a degree, but it also, it does propel the story along in its, in its own way, I think, you know, and, and uh, yeah. I kind of like spending more time with Casey Jones, especially uh, for that. It's true. During that Even sequence, though he's, you know? he's kind of a chauvinist male pig. I feel oh, like. definitely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a real trope. I feel like of like eighties, nineties, some stuff where it's like, we're going to have a character say all these like really misogynistic things to a woman, but like, <laughs> He's going to push back and then he'll learn his lesson eventually, I guess. I think he, I don't know if he will. Kind of. I mean, he, not really. It's like when of... he goes down to the sewer and they're like, oh, you're claustrophobic. He's like, would you, would you call me? I've oh, never yeah. even looked at another dude or something like that. It's like, dude. <laughs> oh, I forgot what? about that joke till this that, time. That, <laughs> it's, it's like the only thing I'm like, that did not age well. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it, it. I think it's actually pretty, it ages really well overall because there's nothing beyond like set dress stuff with the arcade machines and the fashion and stuff beyond that like the story is kind of timeless in a way because I, I mean it's it's such a strong strong narrative overall i think i mean it doesn't matter if it's turtles or not i think you could tell that story again and it would still kind of work you know i think it could still function right i mean it, it keeps yeah. working because like yeah the right yeah. point out the franchise been going strong for like over 30 years now yeah um and it's, I guess, kids are just drawn to this. I don't know. It just, it just really sells well to kids. Like, um, and I guess because it's animated, well, most of the time you do live action, but like Power yeah. Rangers, they have to keep changing the actors out because people mm -hmm. quit or age out. With animation, like, it's easier to kind of keep it going and reinvigorate it. And like, it seems like most of the, I haven't watched all the iteration turtles, but like, it seems like every iteration has its fans. Like, I know there was like a Nickelodeon yeah. version, like from 10 ish years ago. Uh, I think there was one in between. I think it's kind of coming back around now. I saw like yeah. um, Seth Rogen is doing a version next year, like oh. which I think I don't know if it's animated or live action. Um, and there was a actually it's funny the week the week we're doing this podcast, a movie just came out on Netflix called Rise of the 
Ninja Turtles. Oh. It's like a new animated movie, and I thought oh, I it didn't know that kind of bad. I was like, I'm the oh. style's kind of weird, but then oh. I've heard a lot of good things. People okay. were like, Oh no, this is great. If you like the Ninja Turtles, if you ever like them, give this a shot. Like it's actually pretty good. Um, okay. so I need to watch it. Uh, I said I'm not gonna chance, but um, it's funny that came out the weekend <laughs> before we do this episode. But so the turtles just don't die, they just keep yeah. on coming back. Like, I think you could probably show a kid now the 1990 movie, and I think they'd still get into it because yeah, the, we got the design the design of the suits is fantastic it's amazing amazing yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like incredible to watch some of the behind the scenes stuff that jim henson studio pulled off is like more impressive that they built like Ugh. electronics into the shell so they could kind of um maneuver the face you know while mm-hmm. someone inside of it and they had different suits for when they just want to do stunts for the fights because they're a little lighter um the stu- the suits do still seem like a nightmare to be in because absolutely yeah. just hot <laughs> heavy latex like i cannot believe they had stunt people doing fights in those things and it looks pretty good for the most part i mean you know it's like um yeah it's kind of incredible that they pulled it off because it does not seem doable like that's some real jim henson magic right there well i think on that video you had sent me i think they said something about those suits each wing 70 pounds which i think that's right yeah which if you like look at the like ernie reyes jr doing donatello he's not a big dude like he's pretty short so if you can imagine like all that weight on i mean i i just sounds miserable Um, (laughs) it does god bless them they tried they they did a great job i just had to point out that yeah how good those suits are and but what a what a i don't know cumbersome thing to wear but like kudos on jim henson's for pulling it off i think I think there was in that video too about how he was a little kind of wary of like mm-hmm. putting the studio's name on it because he didn't know what it was going to be. I think my thought it was too violent or something, but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it all turned out okay. But but uh, but yeah, I just those suits are they still look great. That's I think that's what helps yeah. the, whole, the movie hold up. Is like there are there's well there is gonna be a worse version of the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, <laughs> things go backwards in a couple movies. But oh. um, I was like, I'm just so impressed by that look because man, they pulled that off. And that is not an easy task. So like, we need you to build live action Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like it's, it works. And the voice actors are all, I love the voice actors. Fantastic. Yeah. Buddy. Love them. Can't believe I talked about Splinter yet because I know that was oh, doing Matt. this episode. Matt. I want a Splinter voice. And uh, uh, I'm wanting uh, it. Let, me, let me warm up. Uh, <laughs> I it's, made the it... funny. Uh, <laughs> it's better than turtles. the <laughs> swimming in ooze. <laughs> working on it all week had to warm up to it uh (laughs) it's so much better you should have done the voice acting for three (laughs) i was watching three and thinking i could have done a better job than you you do you do a better seven year old but now let's go (laughs) yeah yeah go back and put a new version and i do it over um (laughs) my lifelong dream but uh christ god he gets bad in three oh i can't i'm actually i think i'm weirdly most excited to talk about three in a sick a sick kind of way (laughs) um I think i'm with but, you actually god he uh yeah i it's like splinter does lend them a lot of gravitas i will say that i feel like yes yeah. it's it's i mean i was really thinking about this concept is so batshit insane if you really broke it down to like <laughs> someone who'd never heard of this before he said i got an idea it's like there's an <laughs> ooze that turns these four turtles and a rat into large talking turtles and a rat and get this, the turtles also know martial arts taught by the rat who learned it from his master when he was a just a normal rat, it seemed like. Yep, correct. Yeah. That part always blows me away. <laughs> I know. That he's you know. just like a rat doing martial arts in a cage 
before he even gets the ooze. And then he, and goes down and collects the turtles. And it's just, I'm like, when you say, when you tell someone this idea who would have no concept of it, I think it would sound absolutely insane. But absolutely. somehow it, it somehow it works. I don't know how just a magic serum that comes together. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, it's pretty bonkers. I have always, I've always thought that was weird uh, as a kid, <laughs> like the, the splinter, like as in rat form, uh, in like yes. normal rat form, in a bird cage, apparently, uh, you know, doing karate moves. I just thought that was always so weird, but I, but that whole sequence though, still great. I love, I don't really like a lot of, I guess, like, expository anything really too much in my movies but the way they did that was so creative and really like art artfully done i really love the turtles kind of popping in doing their like one-liners in oh, all yeah. black you know <laughs> in shadow and uh i love seeing the four little painted turtles walking on some green you know glow stick fluid or whatever it is <laughs> uh i i loved it i still think that was always one of my favorite parts as a kid actually seeing the turtles as they like grow and i i always oh, thought yeah. that was cool and i still love it i think it's you know radical 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 you know i love <laughs> i love all of pizza, that pizza. <laughs> uh, oh and they all love pizza like so they, that, all it's like they keep adding it's like somebody had a game where it's like <laughs> i'm gonna start with this story and you guys keep adding layers to it you know martial yeah. arts pizza like um <laughs> yeah the sequence always was kind of like weird in a good way to me as a kid because it uh -huh. looks Tori Strike is very, it's like basically all shot in dark and you just see people's like yeah. kind of still not silhouette, but you know what I mean? It's like all like against black basically and very, very not much lighting. And like the thing with the rat being like a animation or animatronic and like mm -hmm. has a weird, unnatural look to it that somehow works. Like, yeah, there's so many weird choices in this movie. <laughs> That's why I was like, this is so weird that this got made and worked and came out. Like, cause there's so much weird shit. Like, it's just, bonkers and uh i love that they even <laughs> loop it back around later you get the rest of the story where it's like shredder was the one mm -hmm. that killed splinter's master and then splinter attacked him and he sliced off his ear it's like a weird choice for that guy to slice off just the ear of a rat like i yeah. just killed the rat listen i'm not here to question these choices no no no, just, no, I just, no um i don't know i i just I, I think i'm more amazed by how weird it is the older i get because i'm just like this mm -hmm. is crazy this existed and it was it was <laughs> massively massively popular like super successful popular yeah. beyond belief and uh <laughs> and i didn't know how how long the show ran for the animated show went till 96 i, I could have time. sworn it was done three or four years before that like because yeah because i, I kind of thought especially me as a kid i thought power just kind of came wrong came along and kind of took their kind of um popularity because mm -hmm. it was like now there's this new thing they're doing martial arts but it's a little more like futuristic i remember that being like the new hot thing and i felt like yeah. at that point i was done with not like done with turtles but i moved on to like oh this is my new obsession mm -hmm. is power rangers but Same, the show kept yeah. trucking along for longer than i thought um and i mean yeah it's just that the long running like the longevity of this franchise is is pretty crazy <laughs> yeah so. it's nuts i mean it's i mean it's almost as old as i am so it's like almost <laughs> we're coming on you know close to a few years shy of 40 years which is pretty yeah, pretty amazing if you if you stop and think about what you know describing like you said the insane premise of of what they <laughs> what they are i mean and they're still just popular as ever it's it's i mean they're so recognized i would put them up there with like batman if you showed a kid like a michelangelo figure they would know that's a Ninja Turtle. Like they know that that's Batman. You know, they know, you know, they know what 
you can just point them out and 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 it has spanned so many generations and it's so weird uh <laughs> but lovely you know i love i love that that's still a thing uh that each generation kind of has their their turtles yeah i do like yeah. that when do you think you'll start showing your sound into turtles this is really important oh, stuff <laughs> dude i was actually thinking about this uh yesterday and i think as soon as I think he will start to remember it is when I will show him. So probably oh, like around okay. three or four. Yeah, I definitely, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wait too long because I think he'll love it. Uh, I, don't, hopefully. I don't know any kid that doesn't love it. It's like, right, I mean, it's, I know. Just, it's, it's colorful. Just it. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's very uh, easy to latch onto. My God. The, the they're TV, so lovable too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, but yeah, sorry. The TV, the TV theme song. Oh yeah. It's oh killer. my God. One it's of the best. the best cartoon theme songs ever. I and like just I remember getting so amped up when that song would come on. Like I would be jumping yep. on the couches, like swinging oh, yeah. like some kind of <laughs> fake sword, like losing my mind. Like because it's like just someone shooting like sugar into your eyeball, <laughs> your ears, and it's just I would get so amped up. Like just I can't think of actually any other theme song that would get me that that hype maybe the Pavinger theme song but uh oh, that's I pretty would close go, yeah i would go nuts on that Ninja Turtles theme song <laughs> like um they knew what well, they were great doing. visuals too though that would go with oh. it to accompany the song i mean the visuals alone like the, the bursting out of the sewer and the lid <laughs> flies up dude how could you not get so stoked on that like it, it was <laughs> the song and the visuals amazing it's one of the best intros to any show maybe in history let's put right. it out there i'm that's gonna, the I'm gonna throw it to out show there. a kid that and see how they react like when they're three or four i feel like they would start like their eyes will pop out of their head. But, <laughs> um, okay, a couple. Back, sorry, back to the movie. We're talking all about yes, other things. Yes, the movie. Yes. But like one thing, I got a bone to pick with the turtles. They live in New York City, which is home <laughs> of I always hear some of the best pizza in the world. They're ordering Domino's. <laughs> I know. I could not believe have after having finally experienced New York pizza, re, like within the last ten years of my life. What the hell, dude? Like Domino's. It's like. I'm going to go to Little Caesars or something. Like, I don't know. It's like, no offense, no offense. I get it. No, it's I mean, okay. I eat a lot of but, chain restaurant pizza, but if I get you live it. in New Me York too. City, yeah. what in God's name are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's known for the pizza, guys. Come on. Right. I, I forgot. And I put the Domino's box in there. I was like, wait, Domino's? And the weird thing, even weirder, is that I read that, I think it was in the video, that Pizza Hut was mm -hmm. the was like the one that kind of marketed the movie. So they didn't yeah. have pizza in the movie. They had Domino's. I was just like, come on, turtles, you gotta be better than that. Uh they <laughs> Pizza Hut um, for the for the time would have been a better choice. It's a better pizza at the time. Right. Right. Yeah, Especially. Yeah. yeah. I thought like they were marketing everything too. I mean, I guess they they did market it, but I'm surprised they weren't in the movie. Very weird. Um yeah. very weird that this is another 90s movie that has another like version of what I call the child casino or the, the underground child <laughs> club, because it's got like child skate park slash casino where sam rockwell yep. is like yeah. giving people full cartons of cigarettes <laughs> and they're playing video games and there's like people rollerblading and skateboarding over the place this happens yep. in double dragon um right. what else does it happen yeah. i just hackers oh yeah hackers, <laughs> the hackers prime, that we did? it's pretty close oh. to hackers actually that setup it's not too yeah. far off yeah i feel like there was one in kazam i feel like there was like oh man uh, i've never seen kazam i need to you get never on seen that. kazam no i need to get on oh that. you missed out on that part of your childhood <laughs> my friend uh no, it's not a good movie um but i watched it uh, so many times <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want Jack to be a genie and rain down fast food from the sky for me. <laughs> um, there's a weird thing in 90s movies where like, oh yeah, teenagers are definitely handing, hanging out in underground clubs where they play video games and skateboard listen, and listen I, to God rap knows, and listen yeah. to rap. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, 
also still crazy to me. This is young Sam Rockwell in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. As I think I main it. thug, he's credited yes. as something like, it. <laughs> like yes. Um, just great I cameo. Mean, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Shredder looks great. I, I just, oh. I've, I've been dancing all over the movie, but what, help me out here. What, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I was just going to point out uh, back to the costumes uh, and Splinter specifically. That is some great puppet work. I, I, yeah. I love just how his face moves. His expressions are so believable. They're really smooth, unlike three, uh, <laughs> which looks mm. like fucking Chuck E. Cheese and showbiz pizza gone like so wrong. I don't know. It's anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I just, I just loved, I loved that, uh, that, that aspect of it. It's just, it's just more praise for the puppetry. Cause I just, I love good puppet work and good animatronic work. And it still just blows my mind that they couldn't replicate how good it was the first time around in the subsequent <laughs> films. The two's not bad, right, but I, right but boy, they really shit the bed on three. Um, and so it's just, well, I mean, Henson, Henson wasn't doing it. So that's part of it, you know, but, yeah. uh, but I still think they're probably my, I think they're my favorite costumes in general, like the turtle costumes, like the look of the turtles in this movie, still probably my favorite. I, I really like that. They look, I don't know. I just think that they they look a little bit more lived in. I, I think they look a little bit more like, true to turtle coloration in a weird way, like the yellowness of the, of the chest and the, the shell looks great. Like, I don't know. The heads are properly done uh, <laughs> again, unlike three. Um, so it's just, it's just kind of cool. I, I, it's amazing to me that a movie with such a, a limited budget and kind of was made on a hope and a prayer and kind of in the, in the cutting room uh, really came out being as great as it as it is i mean to me this is a five out of five movie i i think it's well acted action's great i love all the fight scenes the emotional beats work it's it's a it's super stylish it's a great movie like straight up shredder looks amazing love his costume like all of this stuff man i think i, I just think it kicks so much ass it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Agree. Um, there were there were two other things I I did want to just kind of point out. Uh, back to the stylish stylistic piece of it, there are a lot of really creative camera shots. Uh, you were talking about Shredder's entrance, and it's a it's an above above shot, which I really love. That it's just you just see a figure with a long you know kind of cloak and a shadow. I things like that, or when Raph is like freaking out that Splinter's gone and the camera oh. does like kind of a 360 around him. He's like shaking. That always fucked and, me up as a kid. I really, oh, it seemed same. so intense. I was like, yeah, ah. um, it, it's perfect for, for the moment. And um, yeah. And I was just going to say, I, I really like the editing in the movie. And I didn't know until today from that video that you had sent me that, you know, the movie was basically made in the editing room because <laughs> they wouldn't give him any more money to make the film. Yeah. So the, so golden harvest just re-edited the, the recut it. And I'm not sure yeah. how much made it from, there was a first edit done by Sally Mankey, who Which I think would people would know amazing. As like Tarantino's yeah. longtime editor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would have been amazing. I'm sure. I think she left the project with the director and like solidarity, they said, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And then golden harvest recut it. Um, yeah. Oh. Just, <laughs> to see that edit would be so cool i think right because it's funny because yeah. i feel like it came out really well but mm -hmm. i am curious to see what it was like before because i know they kind of were like worried about 
it playing to kids, I think, was part of the worry of like what was going on with it. Is like what is it mainstream or commercial enough? Um yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought it I like the way it turned out. Um it's <laughs> it's I, I mean the other two especially I feel like they don't feel like they flow as well. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, I like to, uh, you know, we'll get into two, but I'm like, I, yeah. it feels very like it just jumps around a lot and there's no like, I don't know, connective tissue. I kept thinking it's yeah. just like, and now we're here. Like, it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's very weird. And this one, it feels tighter and better made. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like also just kind of like, what a strange thing that like, nobody wanted to make this movie even though it was like the hottest property yeah. in the world the weirdest, but that's the weirdest thing there have been so many things that had bombed like masters of the universe a lot of there were some bad superman movies in the 80s there was howard the duck um yeah. <laughs> i think i'm forgetting like i guess that was part of the reason people were very scared of like these kind of properties that are for kids but they're live action they're like oh we can't they're not going to translate um so yeah new line got it because you would think a bigger studio would have gotten the movie it's a huge thing it's totally and then they had to pair up with golden harvest to get more money because they never have enough money and they end up being 13 million dollars and they're like oh my god the budget is so it's ballooned <laughs> so out of control and they made like 200 million dollars and this was yeah i think up i don't know if i think something overtook it but to a point this was the most successful american independent film <laughs> up to yeah. a point um yep. and it's so funny to me that it like couldn't get made at first and like they had to go get help to get it budgeted and um or you know get the money for it and uh yeah I, it's like it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> i I still really enjoy it. I think it's funny. This is a running theme through all the Turtles movies um, that the Turtles I noticed are never directly involved in the dispatching of the villain. You think about you know, that's true, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. They're around, but yeah. like someone else tends to do like the final offing because Splinter saves her asses in this one. Yes. And which again, very dark for a children's movie. They drop oh, totally. They drop Shredder yeah. into a, uh, uh, garbage truck and then that's bad enough but then casey jones comes over and just commits cold-blooded murder because he's like oh and pulls the switch and crushes it then i'm like well as a kid i'm like shredder's dead because you couldn't live through that he is not we find out but right, um, right. at the time i was like jesus christ they murdered him <laughs> like, i mean it's a pretty brutal oh, ending yeah it's very brutal and everyone's oh. just standing around celebrating there's a man who's been presumably <laughs> squashed to death in the back of a garbage truck. And they're like, cowabunga, dude. Let's get pizza. He's dead. Uh, I just laugh thinking about like how, how dark that is. It's like, um, man, uh, I just, um, I love Elias Coteus as uh, yes. Casey Jones. Yes. A guy I only knew was Casey Jones for a very long time. Didn't know how Same. accomplished an actor he was. Like he's been in so many things. Um, yeah. It's so funny because he's came up on Crash with Carmelita, which yeah. is, great episode, entirely by the way. different yeah. movie thank you it was like cool. couldn't be farther away from Ninja turtles like when i saw him in that years <laughs> later i was like casey jones what's going on it's <laughs> like what's now you're into car crashes um real um, perverted in that movie man that's uh <laughs> i love him in that movie oh man he's really what he's great he's, he's very good yeah. um but yeah, in this, I do like him in this i'm i'm glad they got casey jones in in it uh mm -hmm. he's obviously very uh snarky uh yes. kind of a little bit of a woman nice i love the back and forth him and raf I and mean, they meet in the park is a, always yeah. been a great a great meeting that yeah he's like doesn't recognize he's a giant turtle i don't understand <laughs> still can't still can't um, wrap my brain around that still sad he didn't come back for two yeah Jones. yeah would have yeah. been cool would have been cool uh same with april o'neill actually i really prefer 
the original like i actually kind of prefer the original uh april o'neill i was gonna ask you about this it's so yeah. funny i feel like i might be in the minority i do prefer page turco the, Turco, the yeah. replacement april o'neill i kind of like her better yeah i don't know yeah. why um uh they're both i think they're both good actually but i just like sure yeah they're better i don't know what it is i think she has like a kind of like a more bright light sure that i like that i just i think she's fun i don't know <laughs> like yeah um i probably had a crush on her as a kid too i don't know but like, i mean yeah i mean yeah. definitely yeah of course probably yeah. but yeah, I, yeah they're both good i mean we can get into why judith hoax not in the move the second or third movie <laughs> well yeah we certainly yeah uh was it uh because because she was concerned about the violence in the movie correct yeah. Or was and, it more behind the scenes stuff? I, well, I was trying to figure out how to deduce that. Yeah, that was in the, the couple of videos I sent you, which we keep referencing. There's a YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy that I really like that does like great retrospectives on like 80s and 90s cartoons and movies from mm -hmm. that time. And um, uh, yeah, I think the story they had, well, I guess it was kind of two things um, that she kind of kind of spoke out against the violence in the movie. And then also which I, I definitely admire her for this. She kind of saw for the stunt performers because I right, guess the stunt performers it, yeah. were kind of being like abused, it sounded like, or being treated very badly. And she was like, spoke out about it to somebody, yeah. I think to the producers. And they were like, okay, well, you're done. Like they just were like, yeah. oh, well, we don't need you causing any problems. So that, which is kind of, which is definitely messed up. And I feel bad for her. It but is, yeah. um, that is nice. She showed for the stunt people because I mean, it's a hard job anyway. You don't need to be, you know, getting shit on all day and then no one's backing you up you know so yeah um that was the story i heard so they were like well you're too much trouble get out of here <laughs> so it. which is a bummer for her but um it is yeah but i mean she's good i like uh that's like that scene in her apartment when her <laughs> boss and the kid shows up danny uh oh, yeah. and the turtles have to hide even though <laughs> i mean it makes no sense how they would hide in this place they move like you know, where do you hide a giant turtle yeah. in a tiny apartment? Danny at one point sees one in the mirror and he's like, huh? Like, I, I feel like I was definitely hallucinating. I thought I saw a giant turtle hiding under a table. Like, you <laughs> totally, know, totally bananas. Uh, did you ever watch the show Workaholics? Yeah, Central? I did. I, I do you did remember the episode? The I, this is a reference again. Do you remember the episode where they got like stuck in a sewer because somebody parked over a manhole oh, cover? Yes, I they do. Were... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they were fighting over who was what Ninja Turtle. And me and my friend Chris still to this day will talk about this. It's like, it's like, oh, it's like, uh, you know, I'm Leonardo. It's like you're not Leonardo. You're Donatello. It's like, you know what? You're not even Donatello. You're that punk bitch Danny. And then he like throws something. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny just fucking ratting him out to the, yeah. the Foot Clan. Yeah. yeah, I still don't like that kid. He's kind of uh, sucks. You know, <laughs> he yeah. kind of sucks. And kinda I don't sucks. I don't buy his redemption at the end. I'm like, no, I don't Danny. either. Actually, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I never trusted him uh, from the get from the jump. You know. I wanted to. That. I wanted yeah. to. No, just... no, can't trust him. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, um, thanks. Yeah. Oh, and that just reminded me, I'm talking all around things, but the opening is great. I think the opening really sucks you this one because it's like mm -hmm. those little talking about the crime spree in the news and then showing you yes. people stealing things. And it's just like I mean, ninja. It's like because they're just like one minute's there, one minute's not. They're like, you know, stealing TVs and robbing trucks. And it's a very intriguing opening. Both the first. I guess even the third one kind of they both they all have good openings. I yeah, think. you're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 The, Up the until they get part. to the sewer for the third again. We'll, well get to the third one. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I keep, sorry. I, keep so much, I keep doing it. I'm there's sorry. So much to say. But I mean again, the score in the opening's great. It is. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're intrigued what's going on. Uh I love how they build up to the turtles. Mm -hmm. Like it's always like a 
like a thing like oh here they come and then boom oh, title you know <laughs> their entrance in the first movie is still goosebump inducing because you see the shadow and they hold that frame yeah bam then they just <laughs> guitar just kind of yeah give it to me oh. i want turtles <laughs> give me those turtles oh, they knew what they were doing they really knew what they were doing um, oh so cool no yeah i i first one i think is still great i it never yeah. gets old for me it's, it's no. still just a joy to watch mm-hmm. I, I i really think i admire it more honestly as an adult that they pulled this off and it has like this yeah grittiness to it it is like a good mix of I haven't really read any of the comics, but what I what I know of the comics and what so I think they did a good job marrying like the comic, the kind of dark edge of the comics and the goofy fun of the cartoon, because obviously there's still a lot of jokes. There's still a lot of like pizza references, Um, you know, it's all pretty good. I think it's really serious at times like the it does the stuff with Raphael. Um, I I love that fight scene in the uh, in her her apartment it's over the antique oh, yeah. place and yep. a lot of great jokes in there too it's like wheel of fortune do you <laughs> like, um a lot of gags a lot of great gags um oh and i michelangelo and that one guy in the, who has nunchucks like ah oh, fellow chucker eh? oh, yeah, like, that's that's right. <laughs> still work all these references in um it's I, the, the building starts burning down it's a great action it's, sequence i think I mean, it it's is. really fun i love it um yeah, I mean the ending spawn. They really get their asses kicked by Shredder. I forgot. Like, they sure do. They don't get any offense, and Splinter shows up and saves their asses again. Like, yep, completely because they they don't do much. And then Splinter gets rid of him. Casey Jones finishes him off. His turtles just celebrate. I'm like, you guys didn't do that much. I'm just saying. Like, they're they're a bunch of Harry Potters, if you don't mind my saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good call, actually. Taking um, credit for stuff they didn't do. Classic. You know, you know what? what? I, I think... hate this movie. <laughs> Now it's only three stars. No, Um, (laughs) one thing I, I I think I noticed it, but forgot this time. And it kind of, my ears perked up. I think they mentioned it one time um, when the turtles kind of come back to splinter and they mentioned it's like their first night doing this. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I completely forgot that we're coming in like at like first day on the job with the turtles. Like they'd never gone out in the city and tried to fight crime before. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. I thought it was interesting. I was just like, Oh, okay. Like it's very subtle. I think it's the only time they mention it. Is that I one line? Right. I think you're right. Yeah. I had the yeah. assumption was that they've been doing this forever or not forever, but like for a good while. And then it's like, um, no, I guess it was their first time out there. So um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else to say. It's hard to talk about the movie you love this much because it's just like, what do you say besides going like, I love this part. I love this part. And you know, it's like, this is great. And that's great. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it, I think it all still works pretty well for the most part. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It's it's like the Batman begins before it goes to Batman returns. Uh and then goes quickly to Batman and Robin. So. <laughs> oh, when you said Batman begins, it could be Batman 89. Because oh no, no, no. Begins. I meant I oh. meant the Nolan, the Nolan, how it's kind of the origin story, oh. like the year one. I got and you, then I got it you. quickly quickly devolves to uh some silliness. <laughs> Although but, uh, I gotta ask about two though i don't think i picked up on this ever before does two take place like immediately after one like days after one that's how i that's how i was okay. reading it this time yeah like within <laughs> I don't like think a I ever week read it that or way something yeah. yeah i don't think i'd ever read it that way before that it was that quick i think i should have <laughs> maybe i just forgot like you know but i was like oh we're picking up like right after the first movie <laughs> i guess yeah. it's a little jarring too because somehow april is a new place already which is different. incredible yeah yeah um, it's amazing it must cost her <laughs> a crazy amount of money i guess you got Absolutely. that race in the first movie but like <laughs> yes. um 
also she's a different human being. That probably threw me off too well, as a kid. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a different person with a different apartment. What's going on here? Um, but uh, anything else you can think to say about the first movie? I mean, I think we made it clear we really love it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, good, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you are somebody who has lived under a rock or don't think that this movie is worth your time, but are watching things like Carter. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe now is the time to get wild and, uh, grab a slice and, and, and watch this movie. Cause it's, it's, it's better than I think people would think it is if they hadn't seen it. So it's really good. It's a super solid film. Yeah. I, I yeah. could not agree more. I still love it. Uh, so, um, I guess on Ninja Turtles 2, the Let's secret of the ooze. Yeah. Uh, the only one with a subtitle, because I could have sworn that's for right. years that part three was called Turtles in Time. And no, but it is not. That's not true. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I think it's a tagline. And of course, the video game, an amazing video game. Yep. But uh, no, it's uh, so secret of the ooze. The only time they were like, let's go with the subtitle. Um, yes. And spoiler alert, I don't think we really, <laughs> there's not much of a secret to find out about the ooze. No, not really. No, I mean, uh-huh. it's just kind of like, it is what it happened. And it's like, it's like all just, it's just pure accident. Um, yes. So, okay. Two is the, two is the one where I'm pretty sure I have my nostalgia, go- nostalgia goggles on because I don't think it's a very good movie. It Especially is not. It is not. Get into the last maybe 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a fucking vanilla ice concert, <laughs> even though I will get go ninja or ninja rap stuck in my head constantly you know i'm here for it always walk around saying go ninja go ninja go um <laughs> as a kid i loved it i thought there was no quality difference between Same. one and two i was yep. like great both equal quality <laughs> both great um i'm in uh, the, the thing with two <laughs> is that uh they very clearly sanded off any of the dark rough edges from the first movie mm-hmm. um it's i think it's just it, it's shot differently it's much lighter much so. looking for the most part um yep much lighter in tone, much jokier, which I definitely love more as a kid. I still think it's kind of funny, honestly, but you know, it's, um, it's good. Yeah. And yeah, uh, they dropped Casey Jones, which I, I think I heard was kind of a concession because between the first and second movie, there was a lot of parents groups. Thanks a lot. Parents groups who yeah. were getting on. about yeah. It's too violent. I feel like everything I liked as a kid at one point, I heard like some local news media spin, like, should your kids be watching this thing? Is it too violent? I'm like, oh, God, shut up. But it's like, <laughs> um, it's like the goofiest thing I can imagine. But um, uh, so anyway, they got, there was a lot of flack, I guess, for just the violence in the show. And I think especially the movie, because it is pretty dark. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's even exceptionally violent. I mean, yeah, they don't, I don't either. I, I don't either. Don't, they made this whole deal about them using their weapons. They barely use their weapons in the first movie. It's like. Very true. Yeah. Um, and that was the big thing with the second one which I didn't realize until years later and now I can't unsee it is that they basically are not allowed to use their weapons yep. at all into like, I think Donatello kind of gets away with it a little bit. Cause his is like a wooden stick, but right. like, um, yeah, that's the big thing with two is like, we got to make it a little more kid friendly, tone down the violence. No one's using their weapons. Like Michelangelo is beating people up with like sausage links instead of nunchucks. <laughs> and Leonardo, my favorite part of this is Leonardo in the opening oh. fight pulls his swords out Yep. throws them into the ceiling <laughs> and then uses them to kick someone he jumps up on them and i'm like that's not how you use swords um i understand he can't be out there decapitating people but you know still pretty though, yeah ludicrous um uh so yeah i mean I, as a kid two one equal 
Two, yeah. I, I see all the flaws. I get anyone saying it's bad. It's some there's some really bad comedy moments uh yeah. peppered throughout. Um but I, you know, I still enjoy it for what it's worth. I feel like you might feel the same. Uh, yeah, it's not a great movie, but boy, do I have fun with it. Uh I've yeah. watched it twice within the last couple months. Uh oh. <laughs> just I, it's it's the one oh, out of the three I've seen the most. Right. Um easily. That's how this whole thing started, I think. We were on Oh the yeah. last show the and you brought it up show maybe yeah on the hackers yeah i, I did yeah. my splinter yeah. voice and we talked about it right. i felt like we were like we should do a, a turtle show and yeah now we're finally here but yeah you i so you had just watched it but a very watchable movie it is it is it short. really is it's like under 90 minutes um yep yep and, uh yeah yeah the suits are great I like the suits still jim henson studios i know he passed yep. away but the studio was still doing the suits i don't I don't see much difference between the first and second movie, the suits. Like, I think it's still maybe a slight drop in quality. I know Corey Feldman didn't come back as the voice Donatello in this one. Um, yeah. He was in rehab, I think. It's yes, like, yes, um, yes. And I think all the other voices are the same from the first movie. I feel like that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't check it, but I'm just going to go I with it. I can't remember, but yeah, maybe. And maybe there might be a different Raphael. Okay, yeah. Can't remember. They but... sound right. Um, yeah, they again, do. They do. In yeah. three. <laughs> but <Ooh>. they, things <laughs> still things still feel like they're on track into it. They're on the rails. Yeah. Things haven't gone crazy yet. So it's like yeah. two's like we're we're doing some things differently, but it's still you kind of get more the same. Um it's like two is like if you had a great meal, like <laughs> like if one was a great meal from a restaurant and you're like, that was so good, I want to have it again, and you order the same thing. And you get it the next day and you're like, this isn't quite as good as the first time I had it yesterday. Yes, yes. It's, <laughs> it's like, this is very much the same, but like not quite as good as what I had yesterday. <laughs> like something's missing. Um, I like that. It's uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with too, because um, I do. Okay, I'll start with the opening. That's the easiest way to yeah. go. Oh, it's a great opening. Yeah. Ernie Reyes, another great opening. You get people eating pizza in New York City. Yep always yeah. makes me want pizza like it's i ordered pizza specifically so i could right before i watched it yeah so I, yeah and then ernie reyes jr shows up as kino offends a uh offends a lady he's kind of a, dick. a lady he's kind of a dick too like casey shows <laughs> um i always thought that i really always thought the line was mean even as a kid like for no reason yeah yeah he totally. jumps on his scooter to go over pizza and the girl says some crack i think about him being pizza boy right and then yeah and uh he makes some joke about like uh, dream on loser and he's like if i'm dr- i'll dream of something a little thinner and then takes off <laughs> i don't know, I mean it's like Jesus. rita spilbin but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh and then takes off who like wants real... to be a millionaire um anyway <laughs> i'll dream of something a little thinner see you later kathy and then <laughs> i gotta go uh like, um so stupid <laughs> but, i gotta go phone um, a friend apparently yeah and then, <laughs> so and then he gets to the uh toy shop i don't know yeah. that, a mini mall and what's going on there yeah, and then good, yeah. runs into a bunch of guys another amazing turtle entrance i almost i think he's a kid oh, like so more good. than the first one because yeah. he's about to get his ass kicked because there's like he shows some skill you see him you know yeah. beats people up and then there's like 20 more guys and he's like eh? and then help <laughs> and then the turtles run down behind him and they jump into frame and it's like <sighs> oh my god my childhood mind almost exploded like tight <laughs> freeze frame title turtles i'm like oh i'm in heaven like this is great it's almost and, as good as the animated opening when they burst out of the yes, sewer you yeah. know it's like it's, it's kind of replicating that a little bit but it is a little bit and, yeah. and then i mean the fight scene's fun even though it's ludicrous that no one's using weapons like yeah. uh sausage links and bicycle kicks and i think 
Donatello is like beating someone with like a little like, like foam a nerf bat thing. Nerf bat. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's very slapsticky. It's very yeah, comical. Yeah. Ate it up as a kid. Uh, it's Same. still kind of fun, yeah. but it's the difference <laughs> is clear immediately. <laughs> like what's going on here? But, um, but I, I still, it's a fun opening. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I still really enjoy it. it. As a kid, got me hyped up like nobody's business. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we meet the new April Neal after that. Yep. Did you? This is a weird thing. When they recast actors, especially your kid, does your yeah. mind like just make that correction? Do you even question that? Because I feel like I took that stuff pretty easily as a kid. Same, <laughs> yeah. Especially like Back to the Future, like replacing right. you know the original actress with Elizabeth Shue. You know, I was kind of like, oh, that's different. Okay, and then I just <laughs> kind of keep going, and it was fine. Yeah, I think I think now I have a like I'm bothered more by it now than I was oh, yeah. as a child for sure. Right. I'm just like wait a minute, what's the story? Like now I need to know why it's not the same person or I didn't care as a kid, but yeah, I, I was concerned uh, as an adult apparently. So yeah. yeah, I feel like I took it very easily. I was like, okay, April looks a little different. I think as a kid, I thought it was the same person who looks a little different, even though sure. they don't look that much alike. I mean, not not really at all. No. Not really at all, but <laughs> I don't know. My kid mind made sense of it. Um, I, you know, and then I, I you know, then it just starts going from there with this whole story about the ooze and TGRI mm-hmm. and like Splinter has never shown them the canister. He's been keeping that canister yes. for, for somewhere. I don't know where he's been keeping it. A broken canister. <clears throat> so I got to show you this on the roof. Come up. <laughs> I laugh. Okay. This is like as an adult, this is funny to me, but it's not as a kid. Um, they're talking about where Splinter is when April comes in and it's like, they say, he's like, where's Splinter? He's like, oh, he's been on the roof for hours. And it's like, I wonder what <laughs> I'm an eight-year-old for laughing at this for it's like, what's he doing up there? And then he pops in the window. You go coming. And then you're like, oh, yeah. yes, yes. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> adult. I'm like, hold on. You're doing what now? There's a long gap <laughs> coming to a conclusion. It's like, or something like that. You're like, wait, why, why are you making that long gap? Like someone should have caught that. Is all I'm saying. Dude, Suzanne pointed that out this time. She's like, wait, what like she she was like because she hadn't seen it in a while and she was just like oh okay all right like yeah it was that long for her to exclaim excuse me what and then he <laughs> says the the rest of the sentence you know just like oh okay all right well you could drive a truck through and he like it's like this like beat where he takes this long like no one would come in like that it's like what's he doing up there come in to a conclusion like what did why <laughs> don't do this to me that's why he can say like i made the funny after that because oh, yeah, like exactly. he's intentional um oh my god <laughs> and then I, we're right into it very quickly because like <sighs> shredder comes back he's fine somehow <laughs> yeah some other guy playing shredder oh yeah yeah i mean they don't so show that's... his face very much so right right yeah. and he's like scarred up worse than before and like they, they see his face and they're like oh you know um <laughs> and then we're right into the movie because then they go to tgri and they find out about the canisters and the great um it's david warner correct i want to make, yes. i just want to okay who, who yeah. just passed away yeah um yeah. this is definitely the first thing i saw him in <laughs> is up there destroying stuff another goofy fight scene because the foot clan shows up and the turtles are just you know jumping around on chairs and playing like hot potato with that one canister <laughs> of ooze that's left and um again this is yeah Killed as a kid. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that setting is awesome. Like I love the, the laboratory with all the lights and everything. It is, it is the start though of what becomes extremely prevalent in three where the goofy tone really takes 
kind of like front and center, especially in that scene with the music and like just different musical cues that kind of play to the joke, like the surf music when he's on the chair or I don't know, like the flight of the bumblebees or whatever that song is. It feels like there's like, like a version of that playing and it's just like, wait a minute, like what, what is going on here? But uh yeah, yeah, you're right. They don't waste any time to get right into it. Uh, you know, I'm surprised how quickly we're at that lab. I'm like, oh, we're at the lab like already. And like, yeah, um, yeah. And then, I mean, there's this whole thing that's been weird to me. This was weird to me as a kid. And I was like, why did they do this? Because Shredder wants his own like mutants. So he makes, yeah, he takes a, a, a wolf and a snapping turtle. Yes. Is that what mm-hmm. they are? And they are. Yeah. gives them the, the ooze and mutates them. And they turn to Toka and Razor, who mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. even as a kid, I'm like, why didn't you just use Bebop and Rocksteady, who were like the yeah. two main goons of the cartoon? Would have been great, yeah. And now as an adult, I find out there's all this behind-the-scenes stuff about, like, playmates who own the toy brand, didn't want um, them, like, it was like a licensing thing, so if they're like, yeah. oh, if we make our own characters, we're gonna pay them. Um, it's all, that's the funny thing about two, is like, it, it is such a, like, shameless cash grab, because it's like, Let's pump it out within a year. It comes out this, I yeah. think, a year after the first movie. Yeah. Yep. Which is insane to turn around a movie that quickly, especially when it's one that's kind of technical and complicated. And, you know, um, let's whip it around in a year. And, like, um, let's not pay people. Let's barely up the budget. I think the budget goes from like, 13 and 25 Even though they made so much money. Oh, so much and money. And, like, yeah. they were yeah. so cheap. They didn't want to do... Um, Baxter Stockman, that character, which would have been so cool. Like, yeah, if they used he has these little like him, robotic but, yeah. mice, the Mausers, they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, we can't. That's too expensive. We can't do that. <laughs> and like, um, I think it, they they don't want to bring in Krang and all that stuff because that's too yeah. expensive. Um, it's like, well, what's cheap and easy? Bring Shredder back, and then we'll just turn <laughs> David Warner's character into like some other kind of doctor who's not <laughs> Stockman, even though it should be Stockman. And it's like. Yeah, there's all these like things as a non-cynical child that I'm not picking up on as an adult. I'm like, okay, I, I see where you were cutting corners and trying to save money and being cheap. Because yeah. like, yeah, New Line was being excessively cheap. I'm just surprised they didn't spend more money because they made so much. Mm-hmm. It's still a super hot property. It's, it's a super hot property. It's a year later. You would yeah. think. I know it didn't make us between the first one, but I'm just surprised they didn't try. You know, <laughs> it's like. I don't know. I just find that fascinating. Like, so to, a token razor show up, which is more goofiness because, oh man, it could have been, you know, serious, but it's like they come out and the first thing they do, talk to Shredder, mama. And then yeah. <laughs> and again, my friend, or still funny movies constantly, where the part when Shredder gets, he's pissed, he walks out, and he's like, babies, yes, they're yes. babies. <laughs> and it's just, I quote it um, all the time. I do. I don't know how. That's the thing I've been quoting for years. <laughs> Damn babies. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, Somehow what? can work that in so many spots. And just like, I know. Babies. <laughs> they're babies. Like, um, just bananas. And He's I mean, so that's, angry. Everything that could be one thing takes the goofiest turn <laughs> left. And like, um, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. And like, mm-hmm. at, yeah, then I'm like, this movie goes by really fast. Cause like, it does. Kidnap, yeah. Is Raph the one that gets in trouble again? It's like it's funny that he's like the one that goes. Oh solo yeah, again. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like yep. That's the same beat from the first one. Yeah. Help Kino, and then like, um, they try to get him in the Foot Clan. That doesn't work out immediately. I think he blows it like after like the first day. Yes. Yes. Um, they go to save him, 
another it's like the same i'm like this is the same kind of it's it is kind of lazy when i really talk it out oh it really is yeah they no, just didn't is. try that hard and then again you get to the ending and it's like we have to have a vanilla ice concert because it's 1991 <laughs> it's like the height you know, of the popularity of ice ice baby you know i probably loved that as a kid that part i i oh, don't I like the did. conclusion as much because yeah it's just so goofy and like it's so, so stupid i love how vanilla ice is able to write a song on the spot like he just he takes all this in and he's like hang on guys i got it to his backup dancers this. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole thing that that he can just go hold on i can make a song out of this After, <laughs> have you seen giant turtles fight a giant wolf and snappy turtle and he's just like <laughs> don't worry guys i got it and comes up with ninja rap which listen catchy song i will say it absolutely absolutely yeah go ninja go ninja go um <laughs> There's dance fighting. I don't like dance fighting. The turtles are just dancing together. I'm just like, oh boy, like this is not great. Um, oh boy, yeah. It's, that's the part where things are kind of rough for me. I'm okay. um, and then again, it's the turtles great. are not involved directly no. in Shredder. He fucking he he comes Super Shredder, which mm. I thought was super cool as a kid. Yeah, like, yeah, agreed. Uh, played by the wrestler Kevin Nash or Diesel from uh, the oh, WWE. Okay, I didn't realize. Um, okay, yeah, uh, like wow. a giant. He's like a giant guy, like six, Huge. 11, seven foot tall. He's gigantic. Um, and yeah, played Super Shredder. I thought that was really cool. But he's it's so short. Like he takes yes. the 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 serum or ooze whatever, and it's it's shorter than I remembered it being. It's like a two minute mm-hmm. sequence where he's under a bridge, and mm-hmm. like then just starts smashing out the pylons himself because turtles can't do anything violent to anybody apparently and then brings it down on himself it's like the dumbest yeah. laziest thing the turtles are just like oh like they just like they pop up in their shells like i love being a turtle it's like you didn't do anything <laughs> you didn't do anything he would have killed for you. a light swim you're fine yeah. yeah what are you talking about oh i mean yeah this stuff all bothers me a little more now it's still like this movie <laughs> but it's like so ludicrous it's I just so ran so- through the whole movie and like two minutes too i I mean (laughs) to be fair there really isn't a whole lot more to say about it like you kind of summed it up perfectly the uh, i did notice a thing though that i had not noticed before and if you go to the scene where uh the the police and april are kind of assessing they're doing like that press conference or whatever on the destroyed city block which by the way even i don't know if you kind of felt this way but i really felt the sets this time like it's very very it's, set based yeah it's very obviously set i know they shot a couple of things in new york City. i don't know what it was i can't tell you but a lot of it is yeah very clearly set based like this is not really new york city and funny enough uh i think most of the set stuff was shot in wilmington north carolina and i visited okay. that studio what? because i Whoa. went to school in wilmington for that one brief semester i always joke about and i went up because i was in the movies and there was a movie studio there and i went on the tour and there was a lot Whoa. of turtle stuff there was That's a lot awesome. of like um I feel a couple of like the like the antique shop set may have still kind of been there. Whoa. It's a lot of turtle stuff, like a couple of the suits, like um it was very cool. But yeah, I was thinking at the time, like this is very clearly like oh yeah, heavy set base. Like, but it reminded me of like uh like the crow a little bit because the crow has that kind of sure some of the cities yeah. in that have a very like false look. Well, they look cool, but they're clearly mm-hmm. not a real city block, but yeah. like yeah. and maybe wrong but i thought the crow shot some of the stuff in in wilmington North carolina in the same studio it's also a new line movie right uh it was a dimension movie oh it was dimension okay dimension yeah, yeah um yeah but yeah so i i 
I kind of like the look, but yeah, it's it's funny how much like you're like that's not really New York City. Like that's not. <laughs> um, well, did you see in the background all the like storefronts? No, all the names no. are ridiculous. It's just cafe, cafe, cafe. Like that's the name of the cafe. <laughs> I missed. That. And then like everything is just like what the store provides. It's just like food. Or like it, there are no names of like anything. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. it's kind they would have had to pay people if they put up. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, <laughs> so somebody was like, like being really lazy. Like put up food. Who cares? The second yeah. Turtles movie. <laughs> you, Don't you even can't try. tell on VHS. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. You see it on Blu-ray. You're like what yeah. is going on here? This is silly. <laughs> but I mean, I honestly don't. I, I this is the only movie I didn't take notes on because I don't know what there is to really say about it. I feel like we've you've covered it. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's I fun. I usually like to run through plots, but like, it's so, I, it was like, well, it's not much to talk about. It's but like, there really uh, isn't though. Yeah. No, no. And I remember being again, disappointed. And as a kid, I was disappointed that like, I expect this big fight scene between the Ninja, Ninja Turtles and Toka and Razor, but instead they take them donuts with like, yeah. Like ice antidote or I don't know what you, I, you and, like, yeah. They put it in like ice cube trays and they have like weird. Yeah. And... They put they put it in the donuts and I'm like, it's real. It's dumb. just like everything like sidesteps being like something that I want to see. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yes. as a kid, I, I took it. Cause I'm like, it's Ninja turtles. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's still yeah. fun. Um, and there is still something about this one that I like way more than three. Oh, uh, man. Oh, just something, all... just something, just one thing. I, I don't know what to, I mean, there's a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of somethings, but, uh, and I watched all three Wolf. back. I mean, a lot as a kid. Um, yeah. Two, I, I mean, obviously the suits and the voices, and I feel like it still like just looks better and just, yeah. I don't know. It feels just more like a cohesive movie. And I, I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I, it's a, it's not a great movie by any means. I will say no, it, that, no, but no, like, I mean, if anything needs to remind me of that the vanilla ice concert <laughs> always does, but and I'm like, oh yeah, that's this movie. But um, as fun as it is, I'm just like, yeah, boy. So it's one of those movies that I, We'll still say I like, but I can't say that it's good. But unlike the first movie, yeah. which I still like and still think is good, mm-hmm. this is like, yeah, it's kind of bad, but I still kind of like it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else, like funny lines or anything in particular. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's all rehashed stuff from, I know. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of similar jokes as the previous <laughs> one. I do think it's funny the um, turtles are making like some like, older references that children would not get like like james cagney references yes, and yes, like of course like who, yeah. what five-year-old is that for in or humphrey 1990s? bogart or yeah humphrey bogart references does humphrey like, bogart in this one yeah you know those those kindergartners love humphrey bogart <laughs> like, big big in a lonely place fans or <laughs> casablanca fans or yeah again i appreciate it more now but it's, yeah, you know, yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah uh, and i do i do miss casey jones being in two same yeah, yeah. would have helped i'm sure although it doesn't help much in three so maybe not... well his wig does a lot of the work I oh think. god we gotta talk about... <laughs> i wonder i was like was he wearing a wig through all the movies or just the third one it just feels super clearly a wig in the third well, one that I... he's yeah. got like a, a guy in the past that he's yeah. also playing and he clearly has the short buzz hair so i don't think there's any way obviously that he was he was yeah. doing unless they shot all the scenes with him with hair but i and i know He's been a guy. I mean, Crash. He's like balding already. That's only yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years after, so I don't think he had a lot of hair for a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was funny too. It was like his wig work in three is really is something else. <laughs> like, <sighs> um, 
Oh boy. Uh, do you want to get into that one, by the way? Uh, Bill, really quick. I, I tell okay. you what I just remembered. I do love this, the place they moved to into because they're looking for a new. I do too. I yes. think that's cooler in the first place. The first place is kind of grittier and worse looking, but like yeah. it's a cool abandoned subway station. Oh. I think it looks really good. I really like yep. it. Um, it's a cool set. And I do love I do love the ending of two when Splinter's like asking them about like if they've like learned the art of invisibility or something about keeping a low profile basically and then shows on the newspaper with like <laughs> yeah. ninja rap is born i don't got that great photo of the turtles we're all for them like, <laughs> yeah. camera and then um does the end again with saying i made a funny is that how it ends i made another funny oh, but well, i can't remember like, what the joke was i think he says like go ninja go ninja. oh that's right that's he's right. like i made a funny i made another he's like, i made another <laughs> yeah, funny made another funny <laughs> And then they all flip, I think. He's like, oh, 20 jumping jacks or flips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Flips yep. or something. Yeah. And he's like, I made another funny. Um, still great. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, cool. we wrap up two. I don't know what I'll say about two. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I think I, it it kind of is so notorious. It doesn't really need a, a lot to, to I mean, <laughs> if, if you've seen a Turtles movie, that's probably the one you've seen or the one you remember. Right. I feel, I feel like, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Those few like the Michael Bay ones, which that's your own problem. But oh, yeah, um, I, I meant to bring those I just up. Can't, I, I just can't. Really quick in between. So I, I saw the first one of his and I didn't Same. really like it. Yeah. Same. I haven't seen it. I think I heard the second one was kind of better because it kind okay. of got more into deeper into Turtles lore, I guess you could say. I may be, I may be wrong. I'd about watch this. it. I'd check it out. Um, yeah. I, I'd probably still watch it. And then there's a movie called TMNT, TMNT from 2007. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. I watched it, it a is, long time actually. ago. Yeah, it's I like pretty it. good. Um, and like I said, I heard that new movie that's on Netflix is pretty good too. So I'll have to um, watch that one. I'm curious. Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, I would have paid it no attention. Well, first of all, I didn't hear about it. And then second of all, <laughs> if I had seen it, I'd been like, I'm not watching those new fangled turtles. Like, uh, but but I heard some good things. People I trust again on Twitter. So I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah. But okay, if people think two is bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get to part three. I want people to know that Keith and I have probably texted more about part three oh. than any other part of this whole podcast. So I feel like I'm most excited to talk about three, even though it is like by far the worst of these movies. Sorry if anybody else out there is like loves these. And I say this is somebody I, who as a oh. kid, I wasn't even into it. I mean, I Same. watched it. No, I wasn't it was into Turtles and it was like in front of me. But it yeah. was like as a kid, I mean, like, this is not my favorite and yeah <laughs> i i i i saw your letterbox rating today and i was pleased to see that it was the same the as same mine. as yours we uh, both rated two and three the same yes yes <laughs> uh i did notice that yeah which was awesome but three barely deserves that full one and a half star rating uh <laughs> it is let me just say this the the <laughs> The beginning where the turtles are actually introduced in the sewer lair, it's like, how do I want to, it's like watching like a cross between like a PBS, uh, like made for PBS type of movie mixed with like, kind of like a video you would watch for a ride at an amusement park before you get on to like hype you up, but it's not very good, uh, but with like Hallmark channel production value that's, if if that makes I mean, sense 
I, that's good. I did not. Uh, Fuck this <laughs> movie, dude. Fuck this movie. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be negative, but Jesus Christ, it sucks okay. so bad. I don't think anyone's oh. going to be upset that we were being negative <laughs> to part three. Like, God damn it, dude. It's it's real bad. Um, it was it, hard uh, to watch. It, it was hard. It was hard to watch. I felt like I was slipping in and out of a coma at certain points. I was <laughs> like, I think I almost texted you at one point. And it was like, can this end already? Because I can't take much more <laughs> of this movie. And it's it has the audacity to be the longest of the three. I know. I mean, I not know. by much, but still, it's but like still, like five five minutes. But it's still like, oh, no, you should not be the longest Christ. of the movies. Like, I wish it was like seventy minutes long, like two LDK. Like, <laughs> yes, um, much better movie. But I, it's oh, I, oh, it's so jarring right off the bat that <laughs> the suits look different, the voices are different. Um, oh. This is like amateur hour. It's like, oh God, we've we've cut the budget uh, again, I believe. I got to check. But because um, like I said, the second one, they cost a little more, didn't make yeah. as much, um, still made a lot of money. They act like, it's so weird to me. They're like, it's a disappointment. And I guess to their eyes, eyes it was, but like, it, but it was still greedy. The, <laughs> when it was still the, you're right. And it was still the second highest grossing indie movie at, behind the first at one. that time, behind the first movie. So it's like, what do you guys want? Right, I don't know like, how much yeah. better do you think it could go? Um, I guess I thought it'd beat it. I don't know, but uh, oh, why can't I find part three? But yeah, like, and especially when you watch one, two, and three in close sequence, um, as an adult, especially, Ooh. and you're like, ooh, this is wrong. Like, the suits, because Jim Henson's <laughs> uh, studios is gone from this, uh, and there's some other company they got. Is it All Effects? All Effects. All Effects. And yeah. uh, boy. They, they do not <laughs> do a great job. They add these weird spots I don't like. To I the don't suits. care for those. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes the turtles look kind of sick. Uh, it's like, <laughs> well, their the mouths don't, too. the mouths don't move right at all. Like, there's a lot a of real, teeth going on, too. A lot of teeth. Too much teeth. <laughs> <laughs> too much teeth, dude. <laughs> it's horrifying. Um, yeah, all effects when we took over and worked on the animatronic effects for Turtle and the Splinter, Turtle, the Turtles and Splinter. Um, Jim Henson's Creep Shop was not involved, as you could tell very quickly. Oh no, <laughs> they weren't involved. I think all the voice actors have left. Um, it's <sighs> a very sad affair because it's like everyone has abandoned ship, and it feels like, like if if two was like a blatant cash grab, at least I still felt like they were invested to make money. It feels like three yeah. they just crapped out. <laughs> like they took more time. They took two years instead of one year. Um, the budget went down a little bit. The budget was $21 million. Okay. It made 42 wow. wow, really? Yeah, so it still doubled its money. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Uh, but, you know, I I mean, the wheels had fallen off at this point. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's uh, you're just, it, it bad juju immediately with this movie with, like, how everything's off. It's like, it's just not great. I don't even know what it's like. Uh, it's like, this is just wrong. It feels wrong. I don't care for it. Um. And then they, they, I mean, they get right into it. I mean, I guess at least they have this whole plot with this time scepter thing. Yep. And it's interesting, I guess, that not only do you go back or forward to time, you switch places with someone else. You have to have someone there to like switch bodies with, I guess, almost, or switch, switch places with, you don't switch bodies. Yep. But like, um, so they, it, it's kind of, I remember being funnier that they bring these like four or five Japanese guys to modern times and Casey Jones like has to babysit them and show them around. Oh, I thought it was weird how they <laughs> sidelined him with yeah. this like babysit these guys who don't know anything about modern culture and like i remember there being way more than that but there's really not much to it he plays hockey with them one time and they go to a bar 
for like two minutes. Yeah. And it's over. And it's like, well, that sucks. And it's like, and then he sends Hurls back to Japan, which sounds, I guess, cool. This all sounds good in theory, I think. Right. Like, no, absolutely. Okay. Let's yeah. send him back in time to cool, like, fuel Japan. That's cool. I like samurais. I like yeah. ancient Japanese culture. Also, I, th- I think before we start recording, I said, can you think of a worse movie with a better opening shot? Because yes, exactly. It yes. sucks you with this amazing opening shot with these like samurai riding on horses in front of a like blood red giant sun. And oh, it looks so cool. So striking. Yeah. The best the movie will be for like the rest <laughs> of the runtime. Um, you will suffer. Downhill. You it will suffers. suffer. <laughs> you will suffer. Um, April and the turtles go back. I guess like, I, I, okay, I'll say some things I liked. Because it won't take long. I have a few things. I have a okay. few things, yeah. I like that April kind of gets to be a part of it this time. Because I feel like mm-hmm. April has been kind of like sidelined or doesn't do much. Um, yeah, that's fair. Too. I feel like she doesn't... like She's, she's barely there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like she's in the opening and then she kind of like is gone. It doesn't do much. So she gets to be a part of it. That's nice. Um, I guess they can use their weapons again because... That was one of my things, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. They're using their weapons. Leonardo has a legit sword fight with someone for, I think, the first time in this entire series because I don't think he's ever like had a sword fight with anybody. I'm like, well, that's good. Okay. I like I'm... that sequence, actually. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, uh, there's a really funny line um, <laughs> that, I, that I laughed at uh, where I think the main bad guy says to the turtles... Uh, my God, who is your tailor? And there's like a very subtle, but very clearly 80 yard line where I think it's like Michael Andrews just like very after that line, he's like, my God, who's your tailor? Like, who's your tailor? And he's like, we're naked. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's like, right. It's yes. like yes. it's like kind of like subtle, sarcastic, like we're naked. Like, it's yeah. like, we don't have, like, I don't know. It made me really laugh because I was like, well, that's funny. And someone put that in afterwards. Um, That may be the end of it. That may be the end of all my positive stuff. Um Ooh. You might be right, actually. I think you, I think you kind of nailed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the 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 location. I thought the location was really cool. That's um, true. That's true. That's um, kind of kind of it. It is a cool <laughs> setting, but like, kind of a boring movie. It's a boring movie. It's a really boring movie. Yeah, it's amazing because yeah. like I just ran through two with you, where I'm like, not a whole lot happens, but it feels like it has, I don't know, some impulsiveness to it totally, like, yeah so yeah, yeah. kind of sits there like there is a lot of like <sighs> yeah. sorry 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 i don't mean to dog it's it okay. so hard i'm it's sorry okay. i've seen worse dog movies it, I, I don't think anyone's gonna be upset i will because again <laughs> i was like six i was seven or six when i saw this on home video and i have a very clear memory of getting the tape and being disappointed like but still liking it kind of because it's turtles but like yeah definitely it maybe didn't help at that point i'd already seen some pretty intense action movies maybe i was a little bit like desensitized but no i think yeah. it's a bad movie and i never thought it was a it good is movie. a bad movie yeah like yeah when i rewatch these with friends like years later uh, nobody ever wanted to rewatch three it was like oh we want to rewatch one and two yep like nobody wanted to put three on <laughs> no. like um so i've never thought it was good maybe if somebody did like it i don't know that's fine um it's just, but it's like i can't <laughs> imagine like i i it's, it's like so little happens um and it's boring um i like watching you struggle right now is really funny to me because it's because that's how i felt watching the movie uh hard it was hard to get through i thought it took me all morning it's only an hour and a half (laughs) and some change like um but i was really like oh we're at the end already like 
we didn't do anything. Like we didn't nothing do... really happened. No, like at all. Yeah, the time scepter is like lost for a little bit, and then you find out someone just hit it. <laughs> like <laughs> they're trying to find that. There's a bad guy. He's pretty over the top. Stuart Wilson as Walker, which kind of a good bad guy i don't he's know not he, bad yeah at someone pointed out the script's not very good they have to work with i mean the script is right right yeah. god awful <laughs> like, he wasn't bad like his acting wasn't bad you know no and i forgot he was uh in mask of zorro he's great in that as a bad guy okay, okay. um he's a pretty good actor he just i mean he's going kind of over the top but definitely he probably was like i gotta do something with this, <laughs> this shit. So, um oh boy um so many wet willies Oh yeah, the Wet Willies. I remember There's an those. obsession with Wet Willies in this movie. <laughs> that was so probably gross. one of the things I liked more as a kid. Um, <laughs> right. And there's comedy. There's a lot of references. And they do like a Wayne's World swing at one point. Yeah, um, they do. They do do the swing. I see. Yeah. Uh, the the sound effects are out of control. It's like oh, yeah. boing, like, <laughs> like and it was a bunch of that constantly, uh, which I I didn't remember from before. And watching this this time, I was just like, what? what what is going on <laughs> i just couldn't handle it like oh. between the suits them looking like i mean man they look they sickly look is yeah, they yeah absolutely they're so sm- like skinny and like spotted and like the the spot between their like uh their masks are clearly like where the person inside is supposed to be seeing out of like the mask <laughs> like no, you could never tell in the other ones uh, that that was a thing, but you could so see that there. Um, I wrote soundtrack baller because I own the cassette and I listened to oh. it incessantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Movie, not baller. So those are, those are my notes <laughs> for this movie. That's, those um, are good notes. I mean. <laughs> and and it, did you notice like, so the heads, up, apart from the suits being like really jacked up, like <laughs> the the heads are like kind of elongated and weird. Like Michelangelo yeah. is the only one that kind of looks okay. But like <laughs> when their eyes move, they're really crazy and bug eyed. And like, yeah. you can see the vibrations of like, I don't know, the servos or the mechanisms inside <laughs> the helmet, like kind of jiggling the head a little bit. Oh. It's super weird, man. Like it's, not, it, not yeah. well done. It's not well jarring. Done it's very disorienting. It jarring. It's like, it, it just amazing. It really makes you appreciate how good the suits were in one and two yeah. that Jim Henson made. Like I was already impressed by that. But then when you watch someone do a bad version of that, oh. you're like, wow, that was really good. Cause yeah, it's yeah, like it's... the mouth movements aren't matching up very well now. I thought they really mm-hmm. had that down in the first two movies. Like totally that's yeah. hard to do. I think to match up like them moving these mouths with like remote controls, I imagine. And then trying to match it up. And this one, I thought they gave up on that. They were just like, um, yeah, just, they're too <laughs> cartoony looking, but sick and Ah, God, yeah. it's so bad. And like, the, uh, oh, Splinter looks so <laughs> rough. Looks, oh, I, I wrote, I think I wrote down, so I didn't write rough. down, like, Splinter looks legitimately sick. Like, he yeah. looks ill in this He's movie. on chemo. Uh, <laughs> like, that's how, like, he looks frail. Yeah, he, he looks real rough, man. He is he not doing well. No. <laughs> I think I was actually thinking, Splinter's sick. <laughs> <laughs> he looks terrible. Um. Oh. It seemed like good. Elias Coteus never shot with anybody when he when he's Casey Jones, not <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he's like, because, yeah, Elias Coteus plays two different characters. He plays Casey Jones in the present and he plays a guy named Wit in the past. Yeah, Wit. Which yeah. I had forgotten about completely until this rewatch because I had seen it like 15 something years. And I was like, yeah. oh, right. He's playing two characters. And and uh, yeah. And um, I noticed when he comes as Casey Jones, it's like he's never in frame with anybody. 
Yeah, you know, that's like true. Actually, yeah, that is to, true. He's like by himself talking to people who's be like, a, you know, across the room or whatever. And yeah, I'm like, did he not even shoot with them? <laughs> they brought him in later. Possible. It's, it's everything feels possible. wrong. Like everything feels wrong about this movie. Uh, and it always has. Kids are good at yes. spotting. People think kids won't notice. People notice. Kids notice when little stuff is totally is off. I think they think we can pass this by their children. But I'm like, no, no, something's wrong here. <laughs> It's rotten in the state of Denmark, and I don't like it. Um, well, the voice acting just sounds like I don't know, like your local comedy troupe trying to do impressions oh, of what the turtles sound like. Yeah, like, especially the guy doing Splinter, I think. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's yeah. bad. And I didn't even, I thought the guy, I thought Corey Feldman, because he's back for this one. Uh, I thought that that was somebody else trying to pretend to be Corey Feldman because it was not even as good as Corey Feldman sounds as Corey Feldman. Is it? No, like, I don't think it, it is confusing. Corey Feldman actually. No, he's, Sorry. no, he's back. No, he's back. Is he oh, I'm, back looking at the, I'm looking at the cast. It says somebody named Jim Raposa's Donatel, but maybe this would be the suit it, actor. I think if, if you scroll down on Letterboxd, uh, Corey Feldman is, uh, is listed. Oh, cause I thought I was saying Which too about crazy. like this on IMDb and it could be wrong. It says producer invited Corey Feldman to reprise his role as Donatello. Um, they felt bad. Corey couldn't be in two. Um, when Corey asked for more money, then he only got $1,500 for the first movie. Um, oh, wow. Oh, okay. He is back. Yeah, it says, he, I read this wrong. He was told, yeah, but this is mean. They told us, Corey, they were like, yeah, Corey, but you were in rehab. So they denied him his raise oh. and he was oh again like $1,500. Dude, that's so shitty. That is, I mean, these producers sound pretty shitty. <laughs> they producers. totally do. Oh, what a bummer. Uh, they were just cutting corners everywhere they could. Um, Woof. Yeah, I guess he, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought it sounded like him, but I just assumed they got like some low rent voice actor <laughs> and mock Corey Feldman. Like, I had to look it up because I was like, I don't think so. And I, yeah, and I looked it up and sure enough. Dollars. My that God. Is, that's, I thought that was like below scale. I thought you couldn't even get like paid that. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Man, poor that's Corey rough, Feldman. Um, I know. I like him as Donatello. I, uh, I do too. I do too. I like yeah. them all. That, uh, uh, wow. I, what else to say about this movie? Again, they are not. The turtles are not directly involved in killing the villain that nope. goes to past Casey Jones. Uh, he yep. he yep. like shoots a catapult at him and the guy's like, whoa. And then it's, I think it flies by him, right? It doesn't even hit him. It just flies. Yeah. yeah. And yep. then he falls he off balance comically yeah. into the water. And again, the turtles not directly involved, <laughs> like celebrating guess, though. Smart. Yeah. Celebrating. They, yeah. they, they did one um, victory. Always trying to get that glory for themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I guess the producers didn't want them to be directly involved in murder. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, not one in three, not any of the three movies. They really, they don't like do it directly. They're just there. They're just like, <laughs> oh, he fell. Radical. Casa <laughs> Nova. <laughs> Reaganomics. <laughs> Reaganomics. Wow. I think that was from Robot Chicken. I think I stole it. Okay. I was like, holy shit. Wait a minute. I don't remember. It's very that 80s. One. Uh, but they, yeah, they, I mean, I remember for some reason, I really, and the scene that stuck with me as a kid was in, I think it's Michelangelo saves a kid from a burning building. Oh, yep. Yep. And then does he do CPR in the child or Leonardo? Oh, Leonardo. Leonardo. I always thought that was weird. I would like be such, I would so, be so freaked out if I was like, had passed out and I woke up and a giant turtle was like, basically, I thought he was kissing me. I'm like, what's right. They don't know what CPR is. That, that, that blew me away too. As a kid, I'm like, they don't know what CPR is. Like, I didn't realize it was, you know, a, a new fangled idea, a new fangled idea. Um, I don't know why that well, stuck with me so much. That whole well, fire scene in the CPR. 
Well, I, I, I was caught off by it because I kept thinking logistically, how is a turtle mouth, which is gigantic, supposed to make a seal <laughs> with the like seven-year-old's <laughs> mouth when it's like Paige Turco's like off to the side watching, right? probably knows how to do CPR. And she's right. just like, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> jump in there, lady. Like, get in yeah, there. Yeah, she's telling you what's going on. Because they're like, yeah. oh, he's trying to suck out her soul as a demon or something, you know. They think <laughs> right, right. Demons, right? And then like, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. no, no, he's helping. How much can he be helping? It's like his I giant just... mouth and that tiny kid. Um, I guess I shouldn't go after the <laughs> nitpick, the logistics and, well, of a turtle but, doing CPR. But that's where my point. adult brain goes. I don't know. I don't. It's like between that and not to sound turtleist, but... Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I don't want to offend anyone uh, <laughs> about the, the, what I'm about to say here, but did Michelangelo really think that he was going to like stay behind in feudal Japan and like get with this lady? Like uh, again, <laughs> logistics, like how is that going to work <laughs> remotely at all? Like, right. I don't understand. I um, forgot about that weird beat too, where they wanted to stay behind. And I'm like, let's get out of here. Yeah, I, I was like, that's stop it. I was like, don't even tease this. And then it's like, it's, I was like, these people, they would not separate. I was like, this no. is silly that he'd like, I want to stay in Japan. And then Raphael's like, I'll stay too. I'm like, what's going on? Stop this. I'm just like, <laughs> well, you could feel like they're like, oh man, this movie's only like 84 minutes or something. We need to, we need to extend yeah, the runtime. It, like, it just felt like one of those things. You know? It's after the action really is over. And they try yeah. to do this little extra beat. Cause I'm like, what's going to happen now? So like a few, like uh, 12, 15 minutes left. And I'm like, what else is left? Like, you know, just grab the scepter and go home. The bad guy's dead. And they pull that whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, this is silly. This is such it's silly ridiculous. drama that we don't need. <laughs> I don't know. It's good Lord. What a, what a piece of shit. I don't you know. It's like, <laughs> it is just not fun on any level. Uh, haven't liked since I was seven. I stick to my gun. I still I, have never liked it. Yeah. I just, yeah. What an amazing fall from grace so quickly with this franchise. Like, <laughs> This also my theory about so part threes. Part threes are bad most of the time. They can be for this sure. One, I'm trying to think. Oh, there's a bunch. I had this list uh, earlier. I should get. Um, so we were going to start off. Future three is cool. Uh, it is cool. I've come around. That would have been like ten plus years ago. I've been like, well, I think. Okay, I still think it's the weakest of the three, but I don't think it's a I bad would agree. movie. I would um, agree. Yeah, people love it now. I'm, there's okay, Rush Hour three. Okay. X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Yeah. Uh, Blade 3. Oof. Blade Trinity. I hate that movie. Uh, what else? There's um Alien 3 isn't great. Don't I don't love it, but that. it's not uh, great. But it's, it's not got great. Its fans. It's got it's, its fans. Again, it does. I, I don't I don't, but I, yeah. it's the weakest one. For I would me, put that like, in the um category of I like uh, it, but where it's like now I don't think it's a bad movie. I just I don't not think a movie so, I yeah. like. And I compared to the first two, I do think it's a weaker third entry. I think that's um, more what I meant. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> I do, um, I do that. I do that's okay. I, yeah. I know there's I'm trying to think of really bad like duds, but there are I had a bunch earlier. Ugh. I should have put it down. Um oh god. <laughs> I don't know. By part three, usually you've exhausted most of the good, especially if you weren't planning for a part Terminator three, three Rise of oh, the Machines. There you go. Another one. I know people like that movie too, but not me. Um <laughs> there's a bunch i feel like you run it yeah. by three if you have not planned out a three you've kind of run out of steam yeah. because you probably would have done those ideas by now totally um, yeah godfather part three is looked down upon compared to the first two sure yeah yeah nowhere near as bad as in turtles three i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like there doesn't seem to be a fall off with part threes but the part threes that are good are usually planned out like um yeah. return of the king 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah, great. So say Return of the Jedi, and everyone thinks that's the weakest one. I, I, I like that one still. Uh, even it's Revenge my, of the Sith, yeah. I think, is the best one of that trilogy. I would agree. Um, so if you plan it out, I think it tends to go better. But like, if you're just kind of winging it, like part three, you've probably used your best stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, um, I think that's fair. I'll say this: I would rather watch. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Ra- I would rather watch Turtles three over Frankie and his pals. But I would rather watch Dracula two thousand. Than, or an American werewolf in London or Paris. Sorry, Paris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Paris. Uh, <laughs> then, then have to uh, sit through TMNT3 again. So, yeah. I mean, That's I don't rough, think it's a rough go. I don't think I have any more need for TMNT3, TMNT3 in my life. I think I can safely no. just kind of put it aside, even if um, I never have to see it again. No. If I have kids one day, I just won't even tell them part three exists. I'll be like, and it ended ended there with Vanilla Ice (laughs) and Super Shredder. Two banger movies and a cool CGI movie. That's enough. (laughs) That's all we need. Um, And here's the show. Um, (laughs) I just, this movie's like, you don't need it. It's unnecessary. Um, What else? Is is there anything else to say? Uh, I don't Honestly, like that's all I've got. Uh, one other thing I will say real fast is that I found it interesting because I the Turtles in Time subtitle. I had always known it when the video came out. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. I I had never... I, it wasn't until maybe I left high school or something and we I started running with people and they were kind of talking about that movie. And they were like, oh, Turtles in Time. I'm like, what are you talking? I don't, that's a video game. That's not a movie. It's not on the video. And, and they're like, no, no, it's what it's called. And uh, so I was kind of confused. And then I got the, it was one of my first Blu-rays, like five, 10 plus years ago. I got that set of all four of the first four movies and on the disc, Warner brothers has printed turtles in time. Okay. Uh, which so I'm not crazy. No, it's- no, but, but, but it isn't, but if you, but the, but the credit sequence, it's just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Right, 3. Letterbox so 90B, it's not on yep. there. I'm just it's on the poster, with... yeah, it's... Right, yeah, so I'm okay. going with that. That's the title. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging Turtles in Time as part of the title, but I, I appreciate you bringing that up at the top, but it is mega confusing, so... Right, I really thought it was yeah. subtitled that for a long time. I actually had it in the opening yeah. of the intro, and I was like, I can't call it that, because it's not actually called... Turtles in time. I was right, right. confused. It should be. I mean, it should have been. I don't know, you know, what they were doing. It would have made but, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I cannot believe that with two sequels, they never got in any of these iconic characters. Bebop, Rocksteady. Yeah. yeah. Baxter, Stockman, Krang. Krang's a huge one. That Krang would have been awesome. Yeah. I know. I, I do think that would have been hard for them to pull off, though. Because totally. Yeah. Just a weird Especially visual now. anyway. And the Technodrome would cost an ungodly wow. amount of money. It might look terrible. I don't know. But like. So um, cool, though. It would have been cool. That was a cool oh, toy too. Yeah. I had that toy. It was. Oh, nice. Um, man. Uh, yeah, I just, it's so funny that, yeah, I just get kind of mad too. They made those sequels and missed all these characters that I liked from the show and the toys and just, you know, them being cheap and lazy, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. just very single cash grabs. Um, okay, so I have to ask you yes. uh, this whole, this question, which is who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Ooh, good question. But this is a lot about a person's personality too. So yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so I'll preface it with saying that as a kid, uh, my best friend at the time and I would we had different colored backpacks, and we would say whatever colored backpack we were. <laughs> that was the turtle we were. So I was red. So I was Raphael. He was Leonardo. Looking back on that, though, I think I have elements of all the turtles. But if I were to probably <laughs> pick one, it would probably be either Michelangelo or Donatello. Cause I'm oh, pretty okay. laid back. Most of the time I love pizza. <laughs> I'm, a, I, 
I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more free spirited, I guess, in some ways where I'm just pretty like go with the flow for, for the most part depends, but I'd say I'm, I'm a mix between like a Donatello, Michelangelo hybrid. Okay. Cause at least Donatello is still like goofy and I'm a pretty goofy bastard. So <laughs> uh, would they how about say, you? Oh, oh, oh go ahead. would you say that was your favorite? Like as a kid, were you more like, this is my clear favorite. Or you kind of like all of them. Um, those those two per, in particular okay. were always my favorite yeah like okay yeah i like yeah. that you hybrid like you're like i'm both of these turtles <laughs> i'm a little bit of both you know I, yeah. I am very solidly i've always been a fan of leonardo oh he's great yeah i think it i listen this may be a childhood very <laughs> young child innocent thing I, i'm drawn to colors so blue is my favorite oh, color sure. I, as you're you're wearing I've, blue uh, yeah yeah. I always love blue. And I think I look back all my favorite characters. I'm like, okay, I think it was the blue on a lot of these people because, um, and I like that he had two swords. I like that he wore blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like he was, well, a you're a John Woo fan. So two guns, oh, two swords. It makes <laughs> two sense. Swords. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I love like those like leader type characters in mm -hmm. groups. Like, uh, and I feel like everyone I knew always liked the, the Raphaels or like the Wolverines, like the kind of the badass oh, yeah. of the group who like, I don't take orders. And I always like the guy who gives the orders, <laughs> like the real, like straight laced leader, like Captain America, Leonardo, Cyclops. Cyclops one. I know yeah. everybody hates Cyclops. I'm like, listen, Cyclops is a hero to all children with glasses. Okay. So <laughs> any more blue. Um, um, I like the blue power ranger, even though he's yeah. was, I think kind of a nerdy lame one. Everyone thought, but again, all yeah. blue, all guys, they oh, yeah. were blue. Uh, and um, couple leaders in there. That that weirdly my like archetype that I was drawn to. Like I was never into like the 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 tough badass like take no. no. I'm just like fall in line, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just why do you be such a pain, Wolverine? I do remember <laughs> thinking he's a kid. I'm like Wolverine, can you just you know not be such a dick? You know, it's like <laughs> he's so moody. He's so moody. I'm like Cyclops trying to lead the team, and you just can't, you know. <laughs> and then Leonardo, I'm like trying to deal with all these guys. I'm like he's trying to lead this this band of jokers and you know it's like i would weirdly feel for these guys um totally yeah and so he's still my favorite i feel like my personality honestly is probably closer to michelangelo though like oh yeah yeah i mean you're that's a fun dude man yeah that no, makes thank sense you. I, I do I, yeah. he was my second favorite because i also i love orange and yes. i liked the nunchucks and i liked his yep. attitude he was the most fun he always was i mean yeah it's in the theme song he's a party dude uh <laughs> it's like i had a real vendetta against donatello i really thought he was the lamest I just really didn't like him. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, if everyone told me they liked him, I'm like, you're a nerd. Like that was me at like <laughs> 14 or something. Um, yeah. I just like, he, he's got a wooden stick. He wears purple. He's a nerd. <laughs> like he's <laughs> lame all around. Like um, very weird of me to go in that soapbox. No, no. Tello, but um, he is more fun than I remember especially the movies. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's usually with Michelangelo, like joking around just like Leonardo and Raphael fight or something. Yeah. Um, they don't do much with him being like a tech guy in the first movie too. I noticed like, no, they didn't know. No, no. no. Uh, but in the cartoons, he's like, that's his thing. And Donatello does machines. Yeah. That was a weird yeah, line. That's too. right. Exactly. <laughs> I, was like, I just went through this. It's so funny. Cause there was a, a woman I worked with who's like really close to my age. And she was like, my husband and I, my husband got really into like the rewatching the old Ninja Turtles cartoon. So did you watch that? And I whipped around in my chair. I was like, did I watch it's <laughs> like let's talk about it um and then we were like going to the theme song she's like i had that damn theme song stuck in my head i'm like yeah it's an amazing song right they were trying to so go through she's like why do they describe each one i'm like leonardo leads uh donatello does machines uh <laughs> michelangelo's a party dude and i'm forget the one for Raphael. we were like trying to think about it oh man Raphael is cool 
I think it's just Raphael maybe? is cool. Michelangelo is a party dude. I think they try to rhyme cool and dude. I think I maybe maybe he's rude. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's maybe rude. rude. Dude, Might be rude. Yeah, which makes sense with the attitude. We were walking through the whole theme song like line by line. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, yeah, but no, not a Donatello guy. Uh, like them all now. Can't have yes. You can't have. You know, you can't miss any really. Um, did you hear about that comic a few years ago, where I think it was one of the original creators like killed off donatello no it's horrible what? i hated it it was like i found it at a comic book shop because i was so curious and it's like really brutal too it's like oh it, i did not like to see that it was like watching my childhood get murdered in front of my face oh, like no yeah i did not i was like stop this i think in the comics they like somehow fixed i say fixed but i think they put his like consciousness in like a robot body or something <laughs> like what yeah, it was weird. That's a I, bold choice. I listen, I, I respect those guys for creating um, Eastman and Laird. Yes. Yeah. But I think from, I can't watch one it is too. One of them was very steadfast and he was like really upset. They kept like making them more kid friendly. Yeah. Like he was very upset about it. I think he even walked away like pretty early on because he was really pissed yeah. about what they were doing to the thing. And I'm like, okay, guy, like <laughs> maybe cool <laughs> off. Like, don't be that serious. I didn't create the Ninja Turtles, but like, you know like can you understand though that like kids love this yeah like <laughs> yeah i mean it's like you made something this ridiculous and great i'm just saying it but it is like a yeah. crazy concept but it just seemed like he got mad almost that kids loved it so much <laughs> you know? like to me it just seems bizarre i don't know i'm just maybe i'm different than him i don't know but i to me i just thought it was weird from what i've heard that he got so like righteous and upset about it and i don't know he created it so he can do whatever he wants but like sure, to, sure. i was surprised he got that mad plus i would think the money would help because uh yeah i'd yeah. i would think unless they cut a terrible deal they must be making <sighs> tons of money i don't know i know whichever one stuck around longer eastman or laird finally sold yeah. his share like to nickelodeon like in 09 for an insane amount of money yeah like, yeah like tens of millions of dollars yeah yeah um, which I mean, get out when they get good, I guess. But like, um, yeah. if one of her Nickelodeons done a pretty good job with the the property, that's what I've heard too. Yeah, part. so I haven't, I haven't explored it, but I'm curious. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. Yeah. Like, if I made that and it got embraced by kids and they loved it, I guess I, I don't think I just I, I don't think I'd be that way about it. Maybe I would. I don't know. But I you know, it's just I thought it was funny that he seemed so serious about it. To yeah. me, it's such a not serious like thing. I don't know. Um, again, I never read those comics, so I, no one get mad yeah. at me. I'm sorry. Same, you, same. I may yeah. love them, but it's a whole different thing than the the cartoon. Obviously, they went a different direction. But um, oh, last thing I will mention that I have to bring up: Did I ever send you or tell you about the turtles? <laughs> you already know. You're I know. Head. The yes. turtle stage show. Yes, sir. With Splinter yes. singing "Skipping Stones." <laughs> I have to encourage everybody. To go to YouTube and look up, I think just put in Splinter Skipping Stones Jeez. because there was a live action Turtles like stage tour that toured the country <laughs> in the early 90s um, where they saw, they did songs and they were dancing. Everybody gets a song. I think April gets a song. Splinter gets a solo song called Skipping Stones. Mm. If you can imagine what it sounded like if Bruce Springsteen had a kidney stone <laughs> and was trying to sing while he passed it, that's Splinter singing because it's like this song where it's like, it's this very peaceful. I'm like, this is for children. It's so bizarre. There's this weird song where he's singing about tranquility and peace. And he's like, Oh, skipping stones. <laughs> it's like, and I don't remember any other lyrics, but um, just better, better than TMNT three. Yeah. Pretty... <laughs> so, sadly, I don't get Probably, it. But... Um, it really <laughs> cracks me up. It's very funny. It's this very like serious dramatic song where he's like, 
talking about the like, ripples in the water and time and he's like what he's like what's like <laughs> like children are supposed to sit through this in a theater um i know i wanted to go to that show but i was not taken to it which does upset <laughs> me but um but what i saw on youtube i didn't miss much so no, no. probably would have loved it at I... <laughs> four or five but you know right right um <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. just one of my favorite things. My friend showed it to me one time years ago and I was like dying laughing on the couch when <laughs> Splinter singing this song. Just, oh man. Um, it's worth seeking out, definitely. It, like, okay, good. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I feel like I can give people enough Splinter impression, I hope. Uh, <sighs> I feel like he has less funny lines than I remember in the movies. I thought he had mm-hmm. more jokes, but he, he just gets them at the end, I feel like, when he does his yeah. whole like, I made the funny. And it's just like, you know, but um I guess he's supposed to be the serious one. I don't know, but right, I, uh, right. I wish he's he so talked wise. more. Is what was like. Yes. Um, I don't know what else to say. I feel like we might've covered it all. I don't know. I think we did the best we could with the material put, put in, put in front of us. Uh, it's not necessarily deep material that we need no, to dive into. No, like he probably uh, talking about crash or something of like right. getting into humanity. And it's like, uh, no, just turtles sure. doing martial arts and eat pizza what you know it's fun that's kind of it you know Um, don't join a cultist uh, martial arts group just don't do that right should be good the the fucking foot clan had recruited it seemed like every kid in the city yes at one point because sure seemed like it there's like what seems like thousands of kids watching (laughs) when shredder comes in in the first movie um and they have a bunch more still in the second movie um Yep. yep Oh, I know. I one. I, sorry, I keep coming back to things. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. is Kino. Do you like? I really like him in two. I think he's. Funny. I do he's too, kind of, actually. He's kind of like a little smartass. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But I like he's him. a little pipsqueak. But I like him. You know. <laughs> I think it helps yeah. that he's a legitimate martial artist in real life too. Totally. Yeah. Like that he has yeah. some credibility. He's he's pretty great. He's been in a ton of movies too. But um, yeah, I do really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, much better than Danny. Much better. Than oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. No question. Yeah. Oh, so no question. Yeah. There's just and then some. There's no like good memorable characters to me introduced in three like, like nope. there's nobody new really <laughs> brought into three that like oh you get david warner and ernie reyes jr in two who i like and but you get and, like nothing in three yeah. like no no nothing it's just no. like I, everyone's like a blank slate i my god i mean to act against those horrifying turtle animatronics in three maybe they were just all dead inside i don't know i, I couldn't I, I, I couldn't look them in the eye it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> they, they sure wanted you to though christ uh, like as as, oh. as patrick bromley uh would put it uh that's a real mayonnaise sandwich of a movie <laughs> like straight up oh that's, like, that. that's a great saying yeah i love it so much um yeah <laughs> it's such a mayonnaise sandwich movie i dislike it very very much very much i have i don't know if i have anything else to say about these movies other than the first one's great uh, the second one's fun and the third one should be avoided unless if you know you're committing torture to somebody or uh, want to have a bad time uh, right I, don't, I, don't, I really don't see the need to revisit great three. for torture purposes absolutely um, yeah. waterboarding in tmnt3 so <laughs> like please make it stop why do they why do they look like that um, I'll, go, I'll go back to the waterboarding this is fucking horrible <laughs> yeah oh man it is that but, uh, bad guys yeah, it's yeah. Bad. i know i i hope people enjoy this one i feel like kind of hyped up for a while and people seem excited about it but i had a great time talking about it with you it was Same, as fun man. as i thought it was going to be um <laughs> yeah. 
has just become like West. a nostalgia trip for me in this podcast. I never planned for this to be like, let's walk through all Matt's childhood favorite movies, but it seems to be oh. going that way. I'm into it, man. I'm into it. Okay, like, good, good. Like um, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, well, it's yeah, I guess, I guess that's it on Ninja Turtles. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, go Ninja, yeah. go Ninja, go. Uh, so, <laughs> cowabunga, dude. Um, what, uh, I guess I can let you, uh, to plug some stuff you want um uh, let me think i don't really have any appearances coming up i'm still uh toying with the idea of doing my own podcast at some point um there's a local theater that's about to open up in the fall and uh reopen i should say uh more of an indie art house kind of theater and there's a possibility i might be doing their podcast like hosting it oh Wow. So that could be cool, but I'll, I'll detail that more as that potentially happens or doesn't happen. Um, oh, that'd be very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that'll be cool. And then, uh, but yeah, otherwise I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you and Daniel in September about uh, maybe planning another horror marathon. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I don't know if that's okay to say, but I, I, I hope so too. I'll check with him. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out if Daniel's not cool with it. But, but um, yeah. I will double check, but uh, it should be fine. But no, that that podcast thing is very exciting, especially with like a local theater opening. Yeah, um, yeah, man, they should let you program some some midnight movies something like that too. <laughs> like, that was that's kind of what the hope is. Is like I can kind of because I've explained my intentions to the theater manager of like I would love to program at least something at some point. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know what the likelihood of it is at this point, but uh, just to get my foot in the door. I'm, I, I really want to just kind of work on the podcast and, and see how that goes and kind of, kind of go from there, but it's, it's exciting times right now. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's very exciting. Very cool. Um, uh, do you want to play any social media or anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good call. I should probably do that. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can find me on letterboxd at K watches film and on Instagram at Keith watches film. And that's kind of it. I don't really do a whole lot of things other than post stills <laughs> of movies that I've watched. Uh, sometimes I'll promote some things, but mostly it's just, here's what I watched. And, uh, yeah kind of it man <laughs> I, I thought I about like talking movies copying your aesthetic and just posting stills from what i'm watching because i don't know i like it's like i don't know i just like it's very simple it's like i'm watching this it and it's like post a silver movie and then it's nice i don't know i like it. yeah a, um i'm gonna rip that off from you at some point yeah go for it i think yeah. i barely post anything anymore but i could post that i'd be post a still what i'm watching but um, it's not an original idea but you know that's <laughs> go for it man i don't think i follow anybody else that does it so to me it's like it's oh original. nice perfect um, oh, but uh Okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you again for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Um, and thanks, for thanks everyone me. for listening. Uh, I think next week, <laughs> uh, or actually the same week you're listening to this, we're listening to the day it drops, uh, August 19th. I mentioned this a few places before, but, um, that should be the last episode of Unscottable, uh, Ooh. on Unstoppable, um, with Mark Warner, uh, wrapping it up. feels really weird to be like, I'm done with it, but, um, yeah. And like I mentioned before, just very weirdly timed out that August, like the episodes are monthly and then like uh, kind of got off the schedule and kind of got back on schedule. And then I kind of looked and I was like, oh, wait, August. I know it was the mo month Tony Scott passed away in 2012. So it's been 10 years since oh, wow. he died. And it's all it's August 19th is that day. So I was like, Crazy. well, not a, not obviously a sad day, but I was like, let's at least celebrate him. And yeah. put the last episode out and ended. I just kind of felt weirdly like it all worked out uh, cosmically. I was like, okay, I, got, I can't pass this up. I got to get this episode out. So um, that should be the same week. And then I think we're going to take, I want to take a little break. It might be a couple weeks possibly. 
because I have I, I think I mentioned this before too that I have a super busy uh, October and kind of September. Um, my sister's wedding smack dab in the middle of October. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got a couple like trips I'm going on uh, September, October. Um, so episodes will be probably more like bi-weekly until October, but I also want to get stuff done ahead of October. Um, cause I want to have horror episodes every Monday and there's five Mondays in October. So, um, so I got to knock those out kind of September and it's a whole thing, but so I'll be a little busy, but, um, episodes will be coming. Don't be alarmed if, it, if they slow down a little bit. Um, people can catch up anyway. I've put out <laughs> put out lots of episodes. So, um, so yeah, all that scheduling stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Feast Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MapLady7. And you can follow me and the podcast on Instagram at Film Feast, all one word. Um, and that's it for this time, everybody. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.